You're listening to CRBO.com. The words and opinions you are about to hear are of the hosts and do not reflect the management, sponsors, or affiliates of Cave Radio Broadcasting. Live on a Sunday, CRBRadio.com. It's Talking Shoot. And with me as always, Sash. What's going on, my man? Happy Sunday, baby. You know what Sunday. today is, right? True Detective Day. True Detective Day. Also, a rivalry day, baby. Michigan, Michigan State. Uh-oh. Basketball, is man. Is that for the championship or not yet? No, man. Oh, that's still this, going on. This is the first meeting of this year, and then they go... They, they play a game yet? and they play a game. No, they play like back to back almost, man. Mm-hmm. They like they play they played tonight today, and I think uh, we play Maryland again or something like that. And then we play them right after that. We play them like with a game in between. Well, we missed a week. Well, we had a, some, uh, you know, you had a, a death in the family. I'm sorry to hear that. And Thank uh, you. you know, we 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 missed a week, and uh, we're back. We're family, so want to extend a, a hand to Sash and, uh, you know, say our condolences. And uh, here we go, though. We, this is our show. We're back. We had a lot going on. Colin Kaepernick getting his settlement. Yes. Uh, Zion blowing his shoe out. Um, you know, Robert Kraft getting a handy. I mean, an aggressive handy, Jay, dude, in the in the uh, salon, dude. Uh, there's a lot going on. And orchards, of course, orchards of Asia. True detective. We're going to have to talk about that today as well. Um, I do have something for you, though. You know, you're an NBA guy. I'm an shoot, NBA guy. Shoot, shoot. A guy who I never liked, really. I mean, when he was out on draft day, I thought I wanted him because he had this the wingspan of a monster, and I liked him on draft day. But as the as the time goes on, I can't relate to him. He's foreign. I can't, uh, like, I, there's a lot of things I can't relate to the guy about, and he's, but now I, I just, I there's nothing about it. This is the guy now, and that's Giannis Akopotempo. Giannis. You, you, were, you were, like, fixated on Giannis from the get? I know. I liked him on draft day. I just, I didn't like him for a while. I just didn't like him. He's a dick out there, man. He'll shove you and he'll act like a dick, you know, and now I, I just like him, man. He's cutthroat, man. He's, he's, he's ready to go and he's, I, he's turning into what LeBron should have been and should be. I think, I think he obviously, I think he's got more around him than people realize. I mean, Lopez and Middleton and, oh yeah, you know, they got a lot there, man, but even their bench with Ilya Sova and you know they got they're deep. George Hill, you know that was a starter for LeBron right off the bench for exactly. him. Exactly. So and they got a couple other deep guys. Tony Snell too. Like you know it's like I bring Tony Snell into a program. We're not going to elaborate too much, but Tony Snell was really good, man. I mean he's a player that. And then now they got a uh, well no not Stanley, but uh, 
I see Thon's been making a little bit of an impact lately. He's been getting some minutes. They have uh, that kid from Michigan, DJ um, Wilson. DJ Wilson. Yep. So like, and like he's he, he does his role well. But if you ask me, because even Chenzo too, right? And in and Giannis, man, he's starting to develop a shot, bro. He's starting to take more. He's starting to be more confident in his uh, his spot up shooting. So if that his spot shooting starts dropping, how are you gonna stop that? It, it, you you gonna have him and him and KD are gonna be the anomalies that are like seven footers that can like move like guards that can shoot like guards. You know that can take it in and out. You know that's gonna be tough to do, man. That's that's gonna be a good head to head competition if Giannis develops like a pure jump shot, which. It's it's not hard to believe it'll happen. It happens to these guys all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Except for uh, you know Andre Drummond. You know Jesus you Christ. got Thon Maker out there making them threes, baby, Jesus to win the game. Look how mad you are. No, you know what? I'll give you one thing though that that Giannis has over 95 percent of the league. And, he, and what Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan had is that work ethic. That work ethic. And LeBron James. LeBron James. No one works harder than LeBron James either. LeBron works hard. Uh, but but guys like Kevin Durant. It's like he kind of wastes himself. I've been watching a lot of the Warriors lately because I just you know put some money on DraftKings, watch them really closely. Uh, Kevin Durant, he's playing like a forty year old man out there, dude. He's not doing like Kevin Durant. I understand he's got a team around him, but that doesn't mean he couldn't go with some uh, energy. I think I think the Warriors would be better off without Kevin Durant. That sounds crazy. But I just think that you plug and play an energy guy in there, and that was the report was Giannis wants to after the All Star game where him and Steph were just looking amazing. Did you see that lob, dude? Dude, Steph played that that bounce lob was that was nasty, bro. Did you see that uh, at the end of the game when Steph bounces to himself and did three sixty behind the back? He didn't do that. Yes, he he did do three sixty behind the back. I thought he did. He he did a little bounce, but yeah, I don't think he did a three sixty behind the back. He did no, not a three one eighty. One eighty. He's at one eighty halfway. Halfway. But still, dude, I didn't even know he could. Dunk, dude. He's doing shit like that. But him and Giannis look good together. And then a report said we might let Katie go and get Giannis. Yeah, they're gonna aggressively go after Giannis. I saw that too. But uh, I wouldn't like that, man. It, it's it, it's getting too much. It's getting too much. Like the super teams, super teams. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting for. Uh, I'm waiting for a go to work Pistons to bust them. You know, that's what I want to see this year. I think that that team that you you're describing. Let's name three teams it could be. I think one team is uh, Portland. I think uh, Ennis Cantor is one of my favorite players in the league. And, and Enos the penis? Yeah, dude. I think uh, I think that he's just uh, he's so underrated, man. And you know what I mean. Even though he's got all that stuff going on, but and too, you know, what I like about Damian Lillard, man, he like he refuses to to do that super team. You know, he's stubborn about it, but he, he's prideful about it, and that's what I like about it. He reminds me of that old school. You know, era where it's just like I want to beat the best. I don't want to, you know, team up with the best. And you know, which which to this day still kind of irks me about LeBron James with always wanting to you meet up because people people are still like, well, well, you know, the Celtics did it. Man, the Celtics did it when Garnett was like fourteen years out of you know Minnesota. It's not like they like had the youngest of the talent pool and the brightest and the best at the time. No, they didn't. They had just like the most savvy and crafty, you know, vets that could still play and you throw in Rondo, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but let's put it this way, man. You know, people knock LeBron, but until they got Ray Allen, you know, they didn't exactly have Mario Chalmers on the point. Udonis Haslam (laughs) playing big minutes, Birdman playing big minutes. It wasn't like they had a crazy, crazy team. Michael Jordan had better teams. I think uh, 
Yeah, Michael Jordan, dude. Michael Jordan. No one understands how good Ron Harper. Ron Harper could have been. I'm not saying Ronnie number nine. Yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie could have been a Hall of Famer on another team, just playing by himself. He could have been a Hall of Famer. He didn't do. Uh, they were missing a step. Rodman comes in. You didn't. Rodman's so underlooked. Rodman's Rodman. I mean, right? Rodman. He's so underlooked. So I think, but uh, and Pippen's underlooked. I think you know. No one remembers that when Mike left. Pippen had 50 wins. And Pippen, uh, you know, he played. He just needed a, a sporadic two guard, you know. But I think that Dame, uh, I love the way he dribbles. I love the way he's uh, active with the ball. Lillard, yeah, yeah. And I love, I love, uh, I love C.J. McCollum. I love. I wish McCollum, the man. Pistons never got rid of him. But uh, right, yeah. So, and I just like I said, Anis Cantor, dude. I I think he's playing for more than what we realize. Like. He's like literally like the James Bond of the NBA. Like he could get killed at any airport, dude. right? Like not really, you know what I mean? So I kind of like that team. And Nurkic's a bitch, but yeah, you don't like Nurkic. But I he, mean, I mean, just, he does his thing. He does his thing. He's I'll, a good player, but you hear how much shit he talks. See Ben Simmons the other day? Oh yeah, Ben Simmons pushed him and was like, "You fucking quit talking shit. You suck." You know? So what? You gotta get in somebody's head. That's that's what you you kind of need a player like that. You need somebody like that. You need a boogie on that team to be a bully because there's going to be bullies on every team. You're going to have to sick the bully loose. So don't sit there and cry about it, man. Just sick the bully loose on them. You know that, that's that's the way I look at it. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's the way we watch sports, right? There's always that guy. There's like throw him in there just to get them cheap shots, just to get them hits. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, you know, I don't want to say, but yeah, kind of expendable for this game. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's really in foul trouble. Just get in there, throw an elbow to Nurkic, shut him up a little bit. You know, if if it happens, you shoot a couple of free throws, but you know what? You you, you straighten out the situation. Right. But you need players like that, in my opinion. You know I, what I'm saying? I think this year's All-Star game was really cool. Uh, I think the game itself was cool. Oh, yeah. I think the dunk contest was really horrible. I think it was horrible. Horrible. I was, I was looking was forward to ever. it. I was yeah. looking forward to it. Well, too. I always am. And, you know, I thought the three-point contest was actually decent. I it was mean, great. That Bernardo was great, yeah, It had dude. some build-up, and I wish Steph would have won because, you know, that would have been cool in his right, hometown. Right. right. But, uh, hey, the man, best man won. Joe Harris won. And, uh, you know, hey, it's like this. It's like uh, everything was good up to that, and then the All-Star game was good. But, yeah, that dunk contest, man. I, people are so – like, I, I talk to a couple people, and they go, what do you mean? It was Okay. What are, you, what are you talking about? I went back and I watched some. There is some uh, dunk contest where a guy could not dunk at all. He kept missing, you know. But, like, he puts his arm in the rim. We've seen that before. He jumped over Shaq, but, like, Shaq was, like, right underneath the basket. And he pushed yeah. off a of Shaq, so. Yeah, we've we seen Blake Griffin jump over a car, dude. You know, like, I don't know. I've seen other dunk contests that were just amazing. My my thing went all the way off in the headphones. Did it? Um, but, yeah, I, uh, no. 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 <laughs> Uh, uh, we had some technical difficulties right before Coach's Corner. <laughs> it's still down a little bit, but it's all right. Um, but, yeah, no, I thought that All-Star game was pretty uh, awesome, man. I, I, I just thought they went back and forth. They went back and forth. It looked like Giannis. There it goes. We looked like Giannis was coming. Nope, nope. Cut out. All right, there we go. <laughs> and uh, it looked like Giannis was out on a mission. I thought he should have won MVP, you know. I, I, it's funny. Like, Durant gets all these accolades, man, you know. Like, hey, we'll just give it to Durant. Why not? We'll just give everything to Durant, you know? It's right. Like, so, but uh, what did you think about the overall? Overall, yeah, I'm with you. I think I was, uh, I always root for the big man to do the skills challenge. I think it's harder for big men to do skills challenge. But that was kind of cool with the half-court shot to win it, you know, throw it up there to win it. Um, the three-point contest, I think, was really good. Um, was that I, cool when Dell and all those guys came out? Dan yeah, Marley that was cool. That was and they, cool. like, raised, like, yeah. 100000 with that. 
because they, uh, well, they they made like four shots, right? But like, horrible. yeah, but I think TNT like matched it, yeah. something like that. Anyway, um, I was rooting for Seth because I want to see Seth win it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, you know, what I'm saying like Steph gets everything. You know what I'm saying? And I was saying that. You know, beforehand, I mean, when we were sitting there and Dell's like, ah, I want Seth to win. You know, Steph gets everything and Seth's starting to get some stuff. And I'm like, see, you know, I was like, I was like, see, that's how, I, that's how I'd feel if I was a father too. You know, if I was a father of those two guys, caliber players. But uh, yeah, dude, like I was rooting for Seth, man, all all day. I'm just like, he's a dude broke my heart. But I, I just knew, I just knew Steph was just going to light it up though. But Joe Harris, man. Came through, and you're right. The dunk contest stunk, dude. That was just the worst I've ever seen. That was even enjoyable. I I went back and I watched some years in the back, and they were more creative, and there was more, and then this and that, and the, the guy rips his jersey. He's got a Superman. Like, like okay, what makes you Superman? We've had right. ten Supermans, dude. Right. You're the worst one. <laughs> you're like the extra dog because of Shaq. Because of Shaq. Because of Shaq Diesel. You know? But if you ask me, bro, the Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Oh, Zach Levine one was probably one of the best yeah. in NBA history. But the Vince Vince Carter just showcase was just yeah, most definitely like that. That's that's up there. The Jordan and you know Dominique ones, they'll be up there. The Spud Webb, those will always be up there. But like you can rate that Aaron Gordon. And uh, Zach Levine dunk contest is up there. And well, I think it, I think Aaron it, Gordon got robbed. He first did. That's all. what I was gonna say. Like that's what made it horrible was. Zach Levine, he already won one. Just let the other guy win one. Then they have. But here's the thing too: is like I watched the Vince Carter one just because I was like I watched he he made every dunk the first dunk right. Like and he tried shit. He just went up to the people and goes, "I never tried that before. I just tried it." That's history. That's he's the best dunker of all time. Oh, That's simple, hands so. down, dude. It's I'm simple. with you on that one. Hands out. And no nobody could could dunk like Vinny, dude. That made me like North Carolina for that time period right there. And, like, I'm not a North Carolina fan, but when he played for North Carolina, bro, and wasn't Antoine Jameson on that same squad with him? Jameson, uh, Rasheed Wallace, I yeah, think. Was that, dude, out. that was just such a dominant squad. You think that, you know, what got made right there. But, man, Vince Carter, definitely. And then the, and then the whole the whole NBA, the, the game itself was, the All-Star game itself was great. And I think, I mean, I think yeah. Giannis came out and tried to assert himself. Had like what, like fifteen points, like in the first quarter, or something like that. He's um, he's something special, bro. I'm a dwindling LeBron fan, and LeBron was broke that game, man. It was like I missed a dunk, missed a layup, brick and threes. It's like, damn, dude, what do you do the night before? Like, I think he thinks so much of himself now that he's missing like the point of like, like what he's supposed to be doing. What like he's just he's not hungry anymore. You know well, what he's I mean? supposed like, to be doing? Playing basketball, play a child sport. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like he should be. He should know that I'm LeBron James. I have a standard set now. I got to come out here and I got to play better than you know my best. Instead, he's just playing like a damn near his worst. I mean, it's like it's sad, dude. Yeah, but not only that, not only that, dude. You gotta, you gotta just realize that you're not gonna be able to play this game forever. And we gotta. Call coming we got in. live. We got talking shoe exclusive. We have live coaches corner. The segment everyone's been talking about. Brought to you by coaches in Belleville. And today we have Coach Tom. Uh, what's going on, Coach Tom? Hey, what's up, Chris? I, I know you. I, 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 I shouldn't have called in today because I know you're going to get on me about my Super Bowl prediction. No, oh. but you know what? You made up for it with that UNC just blowing uh, Duke out of the water the other day. So it's That's okay, right. man. Take care of you, right. 
But yeah, what's going? How did uh, how's the restaurant going? How's everything out in coaches in Belleville? Uh, everything's going fine, man. We're 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 sampling uh, a couple of items that we think we're going to bring on the menu uh, uh, probably within the next month or so. Uh, we we have a, a, a delicious fried salmon uh, that 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 has been getting great reviews, and also we're going to try to introduce turkey chops to the menu as well. That's also been receiving great reviews. You know, we want to give the customers uh, something to look forward to. Well, that sounds really good. We're all drooling over here now. <laughs> but, yeah, so what did you think about that game? What did you think about uh, North Carolina? That's your team. I mean, did they just pull away? Do you think it would have been different if Zion didn't blow his shoe out, or, or what's going on? It, it definitely would have been different. You know, if you looked at my post, I, I put Tar Heels back three, and, of course, I'm a Tar Heel fan. Uh, I just think their style, uh, we, we struggle against power teams. You know, teams that are going to be physical defensively, you know, so on and so forth. I just think Duke is athletic, uh, a very real athletic team, you know, and I, I don't think that was going to give us any problems. But, you know, I've been getting a lot of feedback that the, the Nike shoe was the reason we won. But I tell, <laughs> I tell everybody, we're going to see them again in a couple of weeks, and they're going to be full, fully loaded, and it's going to be senior night in Chapel Hill, and, 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 and I'm willing to, to partake a, a order of fries on it. Ooh. There we go. Um, so – what do you think? Uh, how far do you think they can go? Do you, do you see Final Four, or does this a team, or what do you think about this team? My Tar Heel team, we we we, we have to get tougher, okay. You know, and then the you know, with the tournament styles make fights. So, you know, when when the bracket come out, then you get to get an opportunity to look at the teams that you possibly might run into, like a a team like Tennessee. Although they got uh, uh, they got beat yesterday, I'll be afraid of that team because they play physical. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it depends on how uh, you know how the brackets come out, and you know the seeding, and you get a good look and who's going in the tournament healthy. You know, as far as like Michigan State and Michigan, you know this this has the making to be a great year for the NCAA tournament. Oh, it does, it does, definitely does. Uh, you know, was, you know, we talked to Jalen uh, two weeks ago, and uh, you know uh-huh. he he said that he's. Uh, you know, he, he goes up there and he works up at coaches a little bit. And uh, how is that hurting, uh, you know, your supplies up there? I mean, are you guys losing? A, like, are there some shrimp missing? I know uh, he was talking about them shrimp and he was uh, kind of drooling there. And I just want to, I'm like, you know, you better watch that inventory with Jalen back there, man. I don't know, man. That's a little. <laughs> he, he definitely, uh, every, he, he works every Friday and Saturday. You know, we like to keep some of the kids that we've had the opportunity, you know, to coach. You know, keep him around us, you know, so we can talk to him and, you know, check his mental, make sure, you know, everything is good with him. Uh, and, and But he definitely, every day uh, he works, he orders a trio combo, which includes the shrimp, fish, and chicken. He gets one every day. There we go. So, yeah, so he, he you know, he, he gets his food, his, his food in, but, you know, we definitely monitor. We don't let him go overboard. Uh, you know, hey, we got we got football season. You know, it's 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 damn near twenty four seven, three sixty five. Um, what are you looking forward to in this season? Like, what are some of your goals that you want with the kids that you work with? Maybe even your son's team or Belleville. You know, some of these teams that you work with in your team that you and Coach Steve. Uh, what are you guys looking like? What are some of the goals you're setting this year? Well, with with our team, the Detroit Spartans twelve, you we're, we're trying to hoist that trophy. You know, last year we we took a good, a good group of kids. Uh, to the championship game, we fell a little short to a great uh, Motor City Wolverine uh, organization. Uh, 
you know, and, 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 but the one thing we love, we just love to see the kids compete, you know, so our biggest goal is all, always going to be to, to make sure we develop our, our kids to understand that we are a team, you know, when they embrace the team concept, guys and women, you know, even if you get all the way to the championship game and lose, we really appreciate the effort of the kids, you know, because, uh, you know, most of the kids pretty much be starting to play uh, uh, organized sports around this age. So, you know, we're, we're not looking to win Super Bowls <laughs> in youth sports. We just want to build teammates, you know, and camaraderie and, and, and show the kids how to compete on, at a high level. Hey, Coach, you know, usually right now there's that football hiatus between, you know, now and uh, the the Super Bowl and, you know, college and everything. So right now we have the uh, American Alliance Football League. What's your take on that? Do you think it's a good thing for the sport or do you think it's, uh, you know, people aren't really buying into it? You know, it's just a, I think it's just another avenue for, you know, to give, to give some of us the opportunity to, compete, to continue to compete, you know, because not – all of us won't make it to the NFL. You know, the CFL is only going to take so many guys that didn't make it to the NFL. So it gives you another avenue, you know, to compete, and and, and, and somebody might, you know, get an opportunity to take it to the next level. So, you know, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? As, as long as, you know, uh, they compensate the players, you know, the, the way they're supposed to get compensated, I'm all for it. And we're talking with Coach Tom from Coaches in Belva. This is Coach's Corner. Go out there. It's uh, just south of uh, 94 in Haggerty. Uh, great food and uh, home of the garlic butter shrimp. Uh, we got f- uh, five more minutes uh, t- with you, Tom. We're going to uh, talk about this coming up season You know, with uh, the NFL. We, we talked to Herman Moore. Uh, we're going to talk to him shortly. Uh, Herman's got a foundation that he does. And... Um, you know, last year he wasn't. Uh, we asked him about the team, and he kind of like didn't. He goes, "I'm not going to give any predictions." And we were kind of like, "Why?" You know, but we we're thinking, "Oh yeah, he's not really high on them." So he was end up being right. But <laughs> what do you think about this? Do you well, what's your teams in the NFL? Do you like the Lions? Or do you pay attention? Do you have to pay attention to Lions? Is it just like all of us, like man, I hate the Lions, but I have to love them. You know, um, who's your teams, and uh, what do you think the Lions got got to do in this draft coming up? Well, I'm a I'm a life a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. Win, lose, draw. So am I. So am I. Cowboys. You know, we we definitely have to get tougher. You know, but I I, I like what we're doing. Uh, as far as the Lions, I really believe they're doing something positive for their organization. I I really see their vision. You know, a lot of teams, a lot of these great teams aren't built with a thousand first round draft choices and all these big name kids uh, players. They're they're get they're putting teams together with second, third, fourth rounders, and they're getting the most out of those guys. And then it's a high turnover because usually when you get a third rounder and they produce and, and really you know uh, play above their 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 draft status, then when they become a free agency a free agent, they usually go to another location, another team. You know that's the success like the New England Patriots they've been having. You know you don't see a lot of first round big first round names. You see a bunch of third, fourth rounders, Very true. and they get the most out of them because you get a bunch of hungry, hungry individuals that really want to win and still understand it's a business. How but I really think Lions are doing a great job. I, I see it. You know, they're getting rid of some of those players that, you know, make top dollar. They're playing good, but they, they would rather uh, get three or four young players that's coming in and hungry and produce and have that cap space for a big name player that they you know can use in the future. So you think Patricia's basically following the the New England format and Belichick's way kind of still? Yeah. 
Exactly. I'm telling you, I see, and I'm not, listen, I'm not a Lions fan. I mean, I don't hate them. I'm just a Cowboys fan. You know, I'm just a die-hard die, die Cowboy. But I see what he's doing. I, I'm, I'm telling you, all Lions fans, I, I see they, they, they're going to be happy probably in the future. What do you, I'm going to give you a couple rapid fires here because I know you know these kids. Uh, Pharrell out of Clemson. Would he look good in the Lions? Uh, Jacob out of Alabama. Uh, who do you think they should go with? Uh, if Pharrell's still there with the, what, eighth or ninth pick? Like an eighth pick, I think? Yes, eighth. eighth uh, if he's yeah. there, I mean, I know you, you. that's your boy. So, I mean, is, is he coming or what? Is he coming? Is he going to be in Honolulu? If the Lions have, what you think they have, the eighth pick in the draft? Yeah. I, I think they might want to go get one of those big fellas from Clemson. I mean, but, you know, it, it depends on their, their need. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them trade from that pick uh, to get a low, uh, first-round pick at the end of the draft, the, the end of the first round, and pick up a, a two or three. You right, know, because yep. usually if, if you can't get them top four, you know, those big names, or are they going to ruffle the feathers and go on and get the quarterback? You know, get Kyler Murray. Oh, oh man, man. I would love that. You know I, mean? I would love that. I would, but they don't have the balls yeah. to do that. <laughs> I'd love that, but they, they don't have exactly. So, I mean, we really don't know what they're going to do, you know. But this draft is important for the Lions organization, you know. What I mean, and with the eighth pick, you, you know, you can play around with that a little bit because you might be able to get uh, a good player at eight. You might be able to get that same player, same talented player at twenty, and pick up a second or third round, a third or fourth round pick. You know that those 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 really hold a lot of weight. You get a real good player in the third round. Well, we've oh, seen yeah. we, we've seen in history's past, man. Where you know, yeah, you, you I've got, seen the opposite too. Yeah, true, true. Alakima Francis, man, remember that? <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, yeah. uh, the tight end spots gain a lot of steam. There's a couple of tight ends, man. I tell you what, how how disappointed would people be around here with a tight end drafted? But uh, oh my goodness, you they, know what I mean. They, Listen, we have, but the crazy thing in the world is they, for the last, what, three years, whatever, everybody was hating on Eric Ebron. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a bus. He's this, he's this. He leaves and, and becomes an all pro player somewhere else. So it, it, it usually, when a player usually leaves Detroit, they go somewhere and they be very, they, they're very solid. And so it's not just because it's Detroit. Sometimes the system that is here in Detroit is not conducive for the athlete, for the player. You know, Eric Ebron, he really didn't have success here, but he goes to the coast now. He's an all, he's an all pro. Come on now. Yeah. I, I don't think Stafford has touch, like uh, close close throws. I think he just he fires it. Uh, you know, he's got a weird spin on the yeah. sidearm throws, and I, I just don't think that he has that touch. Can he? Does he have a cannon arm? Yeah. He can make a lot of throws, yeah. right? I just don't think he has the touch to he be an stuck, elite quarterback. He, sh- he honestly should have stuck with baseball. I think he has a demeanor for baseball. He has a throw for baseball. Yeah. You know, but hey, we're here right now. So, so coach, I got two more questions, and we'll let you go. I know you got a busy day Sunday out at Coach's Restaurant out in Belleville. Uh, one is what? So you know a lot of the picks out there. What? I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan too. We got Zeke. Uh, I heard Terrence Williams is gone. He's leaving. Um, what? What? What do you think the Cowboys need uh, to make go over the top? Uh, I, I I would say we we need we need a experienced safety. And then we just need to change our 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 consistency as far as defensive coaching. To me, you know, I mean, I'm just looking at it like, uh, you know, and I don't want to throw player names up, but we got a linebacker that's hurt every year. 
He's been in the league about 10, 12 years. Hurt every year. Oh, we know who you're and talking they, about. <laughs> I know what you mean. Consistently keep, keep them in, and we got these two young linebackers that's hungry. I mean, they're, they're flying around. So, I, I mean, at some point, you know, it, it can't be we're going to keep them because, you know, we're going to be loyal because it's a business. You know what I mean? You have to make – you have to step out on faith and, and, and trust. Let these young Thundercats play and, and, and put some big studs in front of them and, and let them play. You know, no, that that's my thing. That was uh, when I like. See, I like Jerry Jones. A lot of people go, Jerry Jones. They're gonna do nothing till he leaves. I actually like Jerry Jones, and I thought that he was he had the best. Uh, he had the best pick in the draft with that guy out of uh, at Boise State. No one uh, knew yeah. that that kid was gonna yeah. do anything. You know what I mean? Like even on yeah. draft day, I was upset. I'm like, who is this bum? Like who is this guy? But it ended up working yeah. out. Yeah. And they got the two best linebackers, uh, you know, in the league right now. It seems yeah. like one two punch. Yeah. So, yes, he just he just needs to get, let let the savvy veteran that that gave us a lot of good years let him go. So we got. Uh, I'm gonna add two more uh, like little questions. One is, do you does your wife or uh, mom, you know, like do you have a woman in your life that doesn't like sports? Because we're all sports guys. And my my uh, fiance, she just won't, she hates sports, and I'm like, she's like, you talk about it all day, and I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> like that's my that's my stuff. Like, but uh, is there anybody in that? Like we're talking about that today on the show. Is like, is there anybody uh, in your life that just doesn't like sports? And you're like, what's wrong with like you know? It's hard for us to be us because we. Love Love sports, right? You know what I mean. No, I, I, in my life, I, I definitely uh, have not experienced that. My mother has been around me since I was playing for the West Side Cubs many moons ago. Uh, my wife has embraced uh, uh, my love for sports, especially you know, if the Dallas Cowboys or the North Carolina Tigers are playing. I mean, it, it, it you know everybody leaves the room. They let they let <laughs> me go. So I never had that issue. I love it. And now my daughter, now my daughter is playing middle school basketball and running track, and she's becoming very competitive as well at twelve. Oh, I'm sorry, at thirteen. So you know, no, we, we I, I, I don't have that problem. Yeah, it was funny because uh, talking to my fiance today, and she was just a little crabby or whatever. She's like, "Yeah, well, all you do is talk about sports," and I'm like. Well, there's the door, and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "What?" I'm just like, "That's me." Like, what? I mean, like, I don't know what to do. That's me, you know. But I'm gonna give you this open format last last little part here, Coach, because we we appreciate you you and Coach Steve, man, and what you guys do for us, and uh, hopefully uh, we can get some people in the seats out there too. Uh, the food's gonna once you go to coaches and experience the atmosphere and the food. You're, you're going to want to go back. and But I want you to do what, what we do for Coach Steve all the time, and that's you have the microphone right now. You're talking to a kid that you might be coaching. What's the most important thing you want them to know, like in, in life and football? What would you say to them? you got an open mic right now to kind of like talk to these kids. Uh, I think I'll probably tell them, you know, hard work is undefeated. You know, oh, hard you work is undefeated. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get the kid that might be the greatest athlete in the world but doesn't work hard. You know, or you might get a kid that's not the greatest athlete in the world, but he works so hard he competes with that other talented kid. You know, we, when, you know, when we get the coaches, and we're, we're of course we're looking for that kid that just has that edge, that want, that want to be great, that want to to be to be a winner, to be a leader. You know, because all those traits are are, are it's contagious. It, it transfers down to all the players. So you know, I. We we really you know we've been doing it so long, you know we it's really nothing too much to say to the kids. You you either have it or you don't, or you either want it or you don't want it. 
You know, so we go out and we we meet kids and meet families and 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 talk to them and just try to build a team, try to make them, you know, because at eleven and twelve, I mean, you're still a baby. You know, you you're just scratching the surface of who you're going to be. You know, when you grow up. So we don't put too too much on the kids. We just let them have fun and and give them a little structure and discipline, and and it all works out. Coach Tom, thank you so much for your time. And this was Coach's Corner, brought to you by Coach in Belleville. Anytime, Coach, you know you. Uh, I'm glad to talk to you. And uh, we're getting texts right now. Hey, you know, Coach, we love Coach. So thank you so much, Coach. And we'll talk to you so, uh, soon, hopefully. And uh, that was brought to you by Coaches out in Belleville. Everyone go out there and try that home of the uh, garlic butter shrimp and uh, get yourself some of the uh, sauce. What was the fish you like? I, uh, orange roughy. But I, I'm, orange really, roughy I'm really bad, curious man. to try that uh, fried salmon. Oh, that man, the fried good. salmon. We'll be out their first day when that comes out <laughs> so all right coach we'll see you soon coach. thanks coach that was coach right. tom that was coach tom man he's a great guy man uh, like i said he was a former uh, police officer for many years and uh you know he's a real cool guy where he has a lot of friends and uh when you meet him you understand why and you know just like when coach orland you know right, steve, right. coach steve was here you know he uh these guys are like cool MFers, you know what I'm saying? Like right, they're, right. They're, like, they're like OGs, like some real cool dudes, like that can, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, I right, like but you like sit that. down, you sit down, you talk to them, you can, you feel like you've known them for a long exactly. time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's the first time we've ever met face to face, you know. And I just felt like oh, we could have sat here for another four hours and shot the shit, you know. So oh, yeah, you know, and you know, it's cool. Is like they got a positive message, both of them, and absolutely, I think God will bless their restaurant, and they already have. But I'm just saying, like, I think in the future, coaches out in Belleville. Go out to there. I'm telling you, the food, you can tell. You know, it's a family thing, you know, and uh, you go out there. And, and Coach Tom's going to have the Tar Heel game playing in the in the screen, you know. Oh, he's gonna be and there's a couple other games playing. So, but, yeah, dude, it's a great place, man, and uh, we appreciate coaches out in Belleville. This was Coach's Corner. Um, You'll be watching the Tar Heels, but it'll be sad when my uh, Michigan Wolverines – Take it to the house, baby. And, well, you know, they've, they've been looking kind of average lately, Michigan has. You man. know what? The – I'm not going to flip out about it because it, March Madness is another animal, bro. The tourney is a different beast, it man. It's it a is. total different beast, man. But I'm only thing I'm really worried about is Tusky, 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 because he doesn't have a, a very solid backup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When he's out, they don't have they have that rim protection. You know, he's been shooting it outstandingly this year, more than anybody's expected. But when he goes out, there's no guy to step in and fill his role, you know, so that's my only that's my only biggest problem is having Teske. He's that X factor, man. But I dude, I love Michigan right now. Michigan basketball. Michigan is even Michigan State basketball. And you know what? Three forty five. It's going down today, man. Rivalry game. Michigan State. You know, they're kinda of going into it. Not hundred percent, obviously. Two of their two of their uh main players are down. Nick Ward's got a fracture in his hand. <laughs> Oh, um, I mean, uh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Joshua Langford, uh, I, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's out for the year. I think it's you know, leg problems. I'm not going to sh- say say if it's near near uh, ankle. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, his leg. But, you know, their two top players are out, man. So, but still, in the back of your mind, man, it's Izzo. It's Izzo. And Izzo's, you know, one hell of a coach, man, and, Whoever checks in is going to be ready. He's going to have those guys ready. So it's not going to be a pushover like a lot of Michigan fans are thinking. Uh, if it is, if Michigan comes out and plays their 
uh, their three and D style, where they just smother in defense, come down, just let it rain. It's gonna be a long night for uh, for the Spartans. But it's if if their three points are three pointers are hitting because they have those games where they they go, you know, two for fifteen in the first half, and you're just like, it's not looking good. Here's the thing with Michigan, and I haven't watched that much. I got to be honest with you. I've been finding games more and more recently. I think Michigan's a good team that plays ahead. I think they know how to play ahead. When you get ahead when you're Michigan and they look like they get a really good jump and then the other team misses a bunch of baskets, I feel like we do a good job of uh, getting out and then when, when you're up about six or eight and then we get out and they miss one and we get out in transition and we hit a three and then we're up 11. You know what I mean? And I think that they go from there and then they and the other team comes back a little bit but then we're up five or six and then we hit a three or, some, or we make a play or two and we get a couple consecutive baskets and then we're always kind of like up, up, up. Right. I, I don't know how they play from behind. I think they can do it. I think that they're better from ahead though. I think they're a team that needs the lead. Going into the early, I just that's what I see. Like I haven't been paying attention because I really don't care about college basketball anymore. What? Why? Why? Well, this is the best year in college basketball for, since a long time ago. But when I watched college basketball, they had Ray Allen, Allen Iverson, Chris Webber, Jalen Rose, Juwan Howard, uh, Bobby Hurley, Christian Leitner. These guys were stars, dude. Grant okay. Hill. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> like okay. Vince okay. Carter. I'll, I'll give Rasheed you that. Wallace. I'll give you that. But there were no one and dunners then. Yeah, but I don't. I don't so, think so, so you get to see a lot. Uh, there a lot of people are a lot more stars going to go through the system if you don't have that. So now, now then, are you opposed to the one and done? Are you opposed to the eighteen? Can I do rule? this? Can I do this? You do whatever you want. No, I just want. I, I think that college basketball doesn't do a good enough job promoting their stars. There's a kid that's supposed to go two from like Murray State, or I don't. You know, he's supposed to be drafted number two. I don't know. I've never heard of him. Never seen him play. Never. They should have a game saying, hey, here's Joe Murray on tonight. On He's supposed to be the second pick in the draft. Let's see him. Showcase well, him. Well, I, I get you that. But, but why when everybody's on the Zion Williamson train? You don't have to promote this this kid. I get what you're saying because everybody's on the Zion Williamson train. People get so confused when other people, and I, I'm like that too. People are like, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. And I'm like, fuck Game of Thrones. I'm not watching it, dude, because I just didn't want – everyone was watching it, and it was like, get away from me. I'm not like that. I want to do everything else everyone wants to do. And then all of like a sudden – And then I watch it, and I love it. But that's the thing with Zion is people are like, Zion, Zion, Zion. And it's and like people are like, Zion ain't even that good. Zion's the best player I've ever seen in my lifetime. Not even close. It's he, not even close. All right? I don't – I'm not going to say that. No, I'm not, not, not going to say that. He is – a freak of nature to move around around 300 pounds, six, eight, 300 pounds to move like that. You're a freak, bro. Dude, when he, he gets 20 pounds less and he builds that into lean muscle, like he just, he just sculpts it like LeBron had to. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but if he develops a jump shot, yeah, but he does not have a good jump shot. But let me tell you what the, what the problem is for guys who come in the league. They're like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant worked his ass off. Okay. So let, go back, back to the crux of the argument. So do you, you know, you're talking about there's not stars in the uh, NCAA. The reason why is because now we have the one done. Now they want to take that away and go back to 18 and have people just skip college altogether. So the reason why you're not seeing your Allen Iversons, your Ray Allens, your Chris Webbers in college anymore is because they're vacating college and either going overseas and making a few million dollars or saying, hey, I'm just going to go to the G League and develop myself and like go 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 to go play for the Mad Ants in like Podunk, Indiana and make $35,000 a year and build myself up. 
why am I going to go to school and you know all this crap? So Here, I get you. So you want to go? You but what do you want to do? This is what I want to do, and this and they did it before. Okay, you draft a guy, and guess what? He can still play in college. That's what you have to do. Yeah. You get the signing bonus. Uh, maybe he doesn't, you know, then he gets the insurance policy. These kids get insurance policies, okay? Yeah, but it's, but it's, not, it's not like Jake Butt, okay? Jake Butt got an insurance policy. Do you th- you think he'd rather take an insurance policy or go on the field, no. make money, and, and, and if he's doing good, obviously he's going to do commercial. I mean, look at like like Travis Kelsey. Dude's doing uh, dancing commercials for Burger King. They're giving a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, yeah, you can keep your insurance policy. I'm going to get endorsements, commercials, all this stuff from playing the game. No, you're thinking, I'm talking about, there is actual, like, uh, Cook, uh, what was his name? There was a guy named, who came out with LeBron. He was supposed to be just as good as LeBron. He beat LeBron in high school. He he went and he got an insurance policy. When they show you in the interview, he's, he's pulling up an H2 Hummer with 10 different chains. That doesn't mean. That's because yeah, he, but you Yeah, but did he show you his bank statements, Chris? But I'm saying. When you're when you're like LeBron James before he played in the league, he had all this stuff, and yes, a lot of it was given to him. But you can go and Mike Hart, Mike Hart, okay, he's a perfect example. Mike Hart was pulling a, a, a Tahoe Z seventy one, and he was doing all this because you can take money out on yourself when you know you're going to get drafted. We got a caller. We got a caller. Who is this? Who is this? Talking shoot exclusive caller. Uh, who are we talking to here? Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, Captain Clutch had the blessing with his cousin. Oh Captain Clutch in the building, Captain I, Clutch, baby man, Max, personal trainer, bro. You know, for, for all of us, I'm trying to trying to make it to the top and throw my dog the ladder up. So I had to let you guys take the reins over there. I've been chipping in here and there, chiming in, checking on you guys. Guys been killing the game, man. What's been going on, Captain Clutch? I seen you in a music video where you basically got robbed and mugged. Uh, I wanted to make sure you no, were no, all no, right. No. Dude. I was the robber and mugger, bro. Oh, okay, you <laughs> were the robber, the robber but then they, they, they throws me in the van and shit. Then they came and got you or something, right? They like got revenge yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and then I got, yeah, yeah. Then we I got snatched up. We got to, we got to yeah, post yeah, that on the talking shoe. Seraphina called Lunatic. You can check it out on all platforms, everything, all this stuff. Yeah, I just looked out for a friend. That was, you know, in the music business. She's but more than anything, I'm in the I'm in the listening to my boys ch- talk about sports business. I'm, I'm trying to see what's up with talking shoot, man. You guys are killing it. We're- hey, we're killing it. But you know what? Since I got you on here, I've been wanting. Have you been watching wrestling at all? We started off as a wrestling show, and have you been watching wrestling at all? Yes, we did. People, hey, still to this day, we're always going to have to remember the, the roots of where we started in the O2 Cherokee, bro, on the, on the, iPhone, <laughs> the uh, Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, like we had to tell neighbors to, like, don't walk by so loud. Like, hey, don't walk by so loud. We're, we're, uh, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, man, wrestling, wrestling. Uh, I definitely fell off for a minute, even started selling my action figure collection, which is very fucking hard to do. But um, I fell off for a while, man. I would, like, record episodes. I'm gone a lot. I would get home. I would literally skim through like we always do. And then, for the first time in a long time, I literally just started deleting them. Not even watching them, just deleting them. I didn't right. watch two or three pay-per-views. But I watched Elimination Chamber. I skimmed through Raw. I still get the news and all that stuff. Wow, what kind of brain busters you got? Well, no, I just, like, they, they've been pulling up the NXT the last couple of weeks, and I actually, like, I thought it was, like, a damn breath, breath of fresh air. Like, these guys from NXT, for sure, for sure. these guys from NXT can actually move. Like, it's like the guys yeah, that they were sure. promoting were Elias versus Braun Strowman in a barely can move match, you know, and it's like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? I've seen you seen the, uh, the, seen you seen the new Page movie. I've seen the Page movie. I, you know what? I liked it. It was uh, people in the movie were, were snoozing. 
Like there were some Z's going on. Really? Yeah, it's it's not it's not amazing. I think that guys like us okay. will like it. I think guys like us like it because we know a little bit more than's going on, you know? Yeah, we like the story behind it. But it's kind of weird, though, because they make this whole story up, right? Is it like a coming of age? It's supposed to be like a realistic story, but then she goes to fight uh, CM Punk's wife, AJ Lee, for the title. And then she yeah. act like the whole time they're talking about works and shoots and all, you know, like the business, right? Well, then she's like, yeah. well, I got to go fight AJ Lee. And if I don't beat her, I don't know what's going to happen. It's like in real life, they told you you were going to win, you fucking idiot. Like, why would you like, why would the whole movie be about the business? And then at the end, like, it's a real fight and I better do something. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, so like, you know, so I didn't get that part, but it was actually a pretty straight movie, dude. I, I liked it a lot. I still might check it out, man. I mean, I've been following well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to ask you about. This is 235 coming up to, uh, this weekend, right? Next weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. the thing is, they still don't have the fight card on, the, on their app. Like, it still says unavailable, but it's Jones versus Smith. I know obviously the main event. Cody Stamen is on the prelims. Wow. Uh, he's the number 11 ranked uh, bantamweight right now. So if he wins this, he's definitely in the top 10, and he's uh, in, in the picture for a title hunt. For sure, title title opportunity. What happened to your Westland buddy? Is he still fighting? Brandon? Yeah. He fought for a title two weeks ago. Uh, main event fight. I went. I was there. It was fucking hype. Um, and he ended up getting TKO'd, man. Uh, middle of the first round, he held his own. Fought a really, really good fighter and uh, caught a stiff one. Stumbled and got caught, turtled up. Ref stoppage. <laughs> no, no unconsciousness, but ref stoppage. So what's lost, going on? What's, what's going on, man? You got Sparks Entertainment. You got uh, your moving company. Uh, it's a slow season, right? Right now for the moving company. Yeah, it is. That's why we just launched uh, Executive Detail Marine Auto. Are we doing a uh, mobile auto and marine detail? And we're trying to get the boat accounts on the river. Trying to get all the yachts. Trying to get the big boats and the big accounts. So man, the automobiles. Here we go. Moving yeah, on. Executive up. Detail, man. Just filed the LLC, getting all the equipment sent in soon, getting a bunch of materials brought in. Got to eventually get a new van, get it lettered up and stuff. But trying to launch a couple little things. Unk dropping a Newport like on the boat leather <laughs> and getting fired. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude. So what's going on with the uh, entertainment? Contact on every company, though, you know? Is Baby Max still doing her thing on the uh, college game day? Or yeah, was- yeah, yeah. I need to, you know, yeah, yeah. Game day season, obviously, right now. But um, I, I can get her on the line soon. She definitely wants to touch base with us again, man. She had a good time on our show. So I was talking about getting her back on soon, get her a little interview. She's uh, running some basketball camps down there. She's um, she's in sports broadcasting now. She's broadcasting with a bunch of different shows now, getting bigger and bigger, meet more people. She's all in the sports world, man. That's all she does now. She ain't, she ain't even in the music business anymore. She's in the business of sports broadcasting. And she's also a super dope trainer, bringing in all these WNBA players and shit with her training camps. It's pretty cool, man. It's cool to follow along because at least she's still doing what she loves. That's awesome, man. And, you know, she always loved you, and uh, you do a good job with her. And, uh, you know, we're all proud of you, bro. And uh, congratulations on the new house. And, uh you know, I thought it, you know it was funny the other day actually when you posted a video of uh, you handing some uh, you know flowers to your uh, daughter, and you were like, "That's Daddy's yeah. princess." And then your son's like, "What I get?" And he's like, "Never mind, <laughs> you don't get nothing. <laughs> like it's Princess Day, man." <laughs> yeah, that, I, mean, we, uh, I showed that to my girl, man. We were cracking up, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to get the get my kids to know the world. Don't owe you shit. 
got to get out and get it. So nobody handing me nothing. There we go, man. That's what we've been How's doing. How's the GLB going, bro? Going great, man. Going great. We got this, Good, you know, coaches, you know, we got coaches in Belleville uh, helping us out with the show here, dude. We've been having a lot of cool guests. Uh, Coach Tom was on just before you even. And uh, so we're doing good, man. And, uh, you know, you're always welcome anytime you got anything going on that you need to promote. And uh, well, I, might, I, might touch, I might have to touch down next Sunday, man, and join you guys in the studio, brush up on my sports world. I don't watch ESPN anymore, man. Sometimes I know you both understand life gets a little crazy so i i don't really man i gotta listen to you guys and what's going on so um i'll be tuning in but i might be in the studio next sunday if you guys don't mind all right let us know let us know that's captain how you Clutch. Doing, Sasha? yes sir what's up man how you doing you chilling baby when you coming back yeah, in man, man. We talk talk, talk a little bit about how, how harbaugh sucks man we talk about how harbaugh sucks and beeline's the man you've been, <laughs> you've been watching uh michigan <laughs> basketball yeah, yeah. I'm about to actually. You guys watching the game today or what? Absolutely watching that game today, man. That's that's oh, yeah. what I have to yeah, do. But my kids want to go out. I'm like, nope. They're like, let's go out today. I'm like, no, we're not going anywhere. Three forty-five tip off. Three forty-five tip off. My kids want to go to jump it up. I'm like, no, nah, you guys can go jump it up. I'm watching jump it up yeah, on three forty-five, yeah, baby. Go jump on the bed. Right, go jump on the bed. The same shit. You guys are gonna be shocked. <laughs> you guys are gonna be shocked. Where's the wedding shoe? Shoe. Let me get in. Oh, you're in. in. You're in, you're in, fam, for sure. We I'll got. Try to come jump, I'll try to come get on the dance floor. Oh, we're gonna do one of those uh, uh, male groom uh, dances, you know, where we just come to the thing and just do some crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna have us introduce like the Pistons, like. Nah, 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 nah. You guys should come out <laughs> do, do like a shit, do like a, a New New Zealand haka. You guys should come out and do a haka. No, my girl's like she's her friend's getting married, and she's like she's gonna have Dixie cups, and she's gonna have homemade soup, and I'm like, what the fuck do you think you're having, dude? Like we ain't having shit. Like I'll make the fucking food, dog. We got uh, dinosaur nuggets and mac and cheese, everybody. Like, <laughs> red cup solos. <laughs> so, but yeah, dude, uh, that's not gonna be for a while. But you're definitely in, my man. Uh, and you know, like I'll let you. Let me know where you guys want me to set up baby max for So I'll say we'll set one of them up and I'll keep working on the score, man. I'm about to get back on the ground with you guys. All right, brother. Hey, anytime, brother, and I'll I'll talk to you during the week. We'll see what's up on next Sunday and thank you for uh, right, be, thank you I'll for calling in, me. Captain, Captain Clutch, man. Captain Clutch. Talking shoot. All right, bro. You know, man, he's the man, dude, and uh, he's got a lot going on, and we just appreciate him. Uh, he's a really hardworking dude, and, uh, you know, he's a great dad, man. The a fan. lot of my friends are great dads. I, 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 I don't even know if I could be your friend if you're not a great dad. Like, it just tells you me something about you. You I know think, what I mean? No, dude, I, I think that, that honestly would be like a deal breaker. If someone was, a, was like a deadbeat dad, I'll, I'll hang out with you. How can I help you if you don't care about your your own child like that, right, bro? What kind of person are you, man? You know, you you, you definitely stab me in the back, dude. Exactly. Without even thinking, so you know, it's it's cool too. Is like he got a house in uh, Livonia, and his house. I mean, I haven't been there yet because it's just you know, I, I'm one of them guys. I, I take consideration. He's got a house. I don't want to go. Hey, I'm coming over tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, let you move in a couple months. I'll come in. I'll come over. It's no big deal, man. Right. But uh, you know, he's showing me pictures and it's nice. And I'm I'm on the market and trying to look look and man, it's like I'm going like Freddie Flintstone. My feet aren't touching the ground and I keep moving my feet. I'm just not getting anywhere. And I'm just like proud of cats that have the stuff because it's, I just realize it's tough to get it get there, man. You know. We're looking at houses in Brighton, mm-hmm. and it's annoying. I think it's more annoying than anything because you're just like, 
you got to go through all that paperwork, and then you put in an offer, you know, they go back and forth, and it's like, oh, you know, and it's like, oh, fell through, you know, they don't want to sell, and it's like, they don't want to sell at that. It's like, no, I got to pay, you know, at the price that they want, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to finagle a little bit. Everything's everything's an Egyptian bazaar to me, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, yeah, well, you know, I want to get the lowest possible, you know? But it's annoying, dude. I hate house hunting. It's the worst, man. It's the worst. But, yeah, but we're looking in, like, Brighton, Heartland area. Damn, we'll get, dude, that, we'll get that'll out be your talking shoe days, huh? No, I'll drive, driving oh, out. Man, boy, man. I'm, I'm going to be hopping at 96, boy. <laughs> it's not that. It isn't that far. I go to my uncle's. It'll be about 30-minute drive, but hey, be, I'm doing it once a week, bro. Who cares? Trust yeah. me when I say when you live out where no one's at, it's just so much better, dude. Oh, yeah. Like my house is like on the city edge where we have like a neighbor, but he's, oh, he's cool and he's over. It's like, it's cool, man. People are just, people are so disrespectful nowadays, man. Like throwing like liquor bottles in your yard and shit like that but you know what i know how we can go on and on and on about colin kaepernick okay and there's no negative views here i want to start off by saying that is colin kaepernick oh i thought you said i thought you said ty montgomery (laughs) go on (laughs) no but uh you know he, he had a settlement this week and i have one take that you know i didn't i didn't like the way he went about it but i understand the cause you know what i mean so I understand the cause. I don't like the way he went about it. I don't know if he's being kind of like a selfish person in bringing it up, to be honest with you, because it's kind of like, look at me, not the cause. It's Everyone's looking at him, not the cause. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So it really didn't do anything but like focus on him and what ends up happening. He gets money for it. And there's been players around the league that said he's a fucking sellout because of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think there's a gray area where, where people are going to, you know, they're See me, I'm like kind of like, why? Why would you do that? Take the money? Yeah, like, yeah. L- like he's already he's already set. But I take the money. Just you know, what I'm saying it's like charity it off or something. Well, here's my thing. You okay? know, people don't realize this. Okay, and I, I'm, we're not trying to like. I don't want anybody to go. They're bashing. No, no. This is my thing. Okay, and you can call in two seven four five eight 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 eight. Okay. Let's get your take. But here's my thing. What if you were an aging quarterback that just any year in the NFL, you could let be let go and never have a career again anyway, correct? True, but he still has that Nike contract. No, but I'm saying this is going back before all this happened. You play your contract out. You might be good. You might not be, okay? You, you make your money. You, you make that a focus of something else. And instead of this, this is what the, I have a problem with. You make a big stir, you get kicked out of the league, and now you get money. What, what kind of example is that showing our kids? Well, he, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I get you. Here's the thing. He wins all this money, right? Why do you win this money? Because of collusion, right? Okay. Why are they colluding against him? Because he took a knee, correct? Mm-hmm. Why do you take a knee? Because of this cause right right so all this money that you've gotten from taking a knee and starting this whole collusion case and winning your 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 uh you know lawsuit and everything take all that money and put it back into your cause there you go 100 percent. put there it back you into your cause. Back in your cause because if you know what you're about that life. if you're about that life be about it be about it 100 percent. and if he does that dude i'll have the most 100 percent I'll, I'll step He's back. Not doing that. I'll step back and I'll, I'll say, say any, any any of you guys to talk bad about Colin, dude. Shame on you. But until he does, he should do that. That's that's my opinion, dude. That's what I think he should do. Right back in the NFL's face. You didn't want you you didn't want me to kneel for this cause. Now you're paying for it. What do you think about that? 
that that'd be a statement. That'd be a statement to that clown Goodell. You know what I'm saying? But he, you're right. He's not going to do that. And shame on him for not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because he's fi- he he's good with he's he's good with his NFL contract money still to this day. His 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 Nike his Nike contract. Good God, step back. He's not going broke. He's not going hungry, people. But that money he got from the NFL lawsuit, what a smack in the face it would be to all those owners that colluded against him. All those people that talk crap about Colin Kaepernick kneeling for a cause. How much of a smack would be in everybody's face? Not just NFL people, fans that were against it. But see, it kind of brings me to a Jesse Smollett where he says this shit. Okay, it's not like Colin Kaepernick's cause is actually something I I agree with that cause. And I agree with it on not only minorities, but I agree with it as a whole. I I think that that, uh, cops need to, to, we pay your salary. You're a, a, you know, you're a servant of us. You're supposed to be helping us. And for years it was just a hurt, hurt, hurt. Like I never, no one ever like helped me. You know what I'm saying? They would be like, oh, not, you know, like bust you for anything around here, you know? Right. So. What I'm saying is, like, I felt that, so I agree with the cause. However, what's the difference between making, putting the spotlight on yourself, like Jesse Smollett, trying to put the spotlight on yourself? Oh, there's a huge difference. No, I meant, like, besides the cause. You know what I mean? Like, the cause, I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, like, as far as putting the spotlight on yourself, because, like, if you're really about a cause, you shouldn't have any spotlight on you. It should be on the cause. Well, in Kaepernick's defense, he didn't. He didn't like. It's like he embraced that. Like he wanted to be the face of this. You know, he didn't. Okay, Smollett lied. No, I know. I meant. I just he brought the light to him. Not on that. I just meant. I get you. Okay, not not the cause. So, but Smollett brought the light to him. Right. Right. Colin knelt. Actually, he sat down first, and he didn't make a big stink about it. It wasn't until like two or three games later in that preseason where a journalist or a, or a, uh, yeah like a news journalist came out and said what why asked him like why are you sitting he was like well I'm in silent protest I'm protesting this on myself he didn't he didn't say hey guys I'm sitting because of this because okay. you okay. know that okay it, it it wasn't until like two or three games later where somebody had to come and ask him and then brought it to the masses he didn't okay. bring it to the masses himself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then when it came back to, down to the knee thing, we all know a Navy SEAL told him to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how we respect our dead. So it, it, in turn, he is respecting the dead of the uh, uh, of the military, but giving a poo-poo to his cause. Like, yeah, I'm against, I'm against police brutality, but I'm going to take a knee for our troops. And I think people lose that. I mean, people don't see that. You know what I'm saying? It just, it, they just see... Oh, this guy, this guy, the Afro is disrespecting my flag, you know. And I don't mean to kind of bring a hillbilly accent to it, but in, in all actuality, it kind of is like that, man, you know. And and that's how I actually, I, actually how I feel about it. But he needs to be back in the league, and he should take his money from the collusion case and put it back in his cause and, and smack the whole NFL in their face. This dude. has nothing to do with anything of that, but I hope he flops very hard. And for the simple fact that I'm not trying to be. Anything like, oh, my God, I just want everyone who kept talking about his ability the whole time he was off to understand when you take off, you're done. No one's going to take off two years and come in and be watch how he plays. And I just want everyone that, that it's not even a slight towards him. I just want everyone to know 
Like you were so worried about all these jobs. Colin could have played. Colin could have played. No, he couldn't. That's the thing. And it's not about, you know, like I said, I'm so for his cause. And, and like, honestly, I wish he did give the money up because that would make it just unbelievably selfless. But I like these players. They called them out. They were like, yeah, you're, you're this and that. But then you just, you sold out, bro. Straight out. You sold out. So people got to watch that, man. You know, that's all I'm saying is uh, we had to bring it up because it happened. And I, I, you know what? I shouldn't wish ill will. I hope he does good, actually. But I'm just saying if he doesn't do good, I want to be, like, laughing. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Because he could have went like this and played all the mirrors and just made the money and then brought this to attention and, like, did it a different way. Well, well, the time you brought it to attention, man, is just, like, when is a good time? When is ever a good time to bring attention to, you know, social issues? When is it a good time? But can I, can I, let me just put it like this, can I? Okay. If he goes on a thing as a public service announcement before the game at, at 11, uh, 12.55 and goes, hey, I'm Colin Kaepernick with the, the uh, San Francisco 49ers, and I just want to bring to your attention the police brutality, and it has a, it's like a little bit of a thing, right? We're going to roll our eyes just as much as when he took a knee and everyone was infuriated because, yes, maybe we did it because we didn't understand it. Maybe we did it. It would have been the same. No one gives a fuck unless you changed what you need to change. You can talk about the situation, but until that changes, it's just rigmarole. So instead of <laughs> pissing people off and, like, making yourself, like, my thing is this. I pissed a bunch of people off, and now I'm getting paid for it. Like, that sends a horrible message how, to our kids. Dude. How, I just, I don't know. How are you going to spark change without a conversation? The conversation was never about the actual situation, though. That's what I get upset about. It was never about the police because brutality. Pe- because it was more about him being disrespectful yeah, to the flag. Right, because that's what people saw. I know. It's not it, but it's not what he was saying. So they they bypassed what he was saying and okay. just wanted wanted it to fit their own narrative. But that's no, it, all it, that's what everybody did. This is a question for you though. Go ahead. If he got on there with a ten minute thing saying, Hey, this is what we're doing. I would watch it for ten minutes. I don't five even minutes. I'd even I'd even watch YouTube videos that are that are I'm longer saying, than five two minutes. minutes. He's on there and he goes like this and he goes, Hey, I've donated this. This is what my money's going towards. This is the uh numbers about how I'm making a change. I would have rather seen that than disrespecting something that people okay, you can now this is my thing. I understand where you're coming from. It's not disrespect. It's not uh, a Navy SEAL. To- to- okay, but a lot of people looked at it as disrespect. Oh, yeah. Then they can. And that's their opinion. That's what's great about this country. So what I'm saying is if you do that and now it- it's just like that took away from the cause for me. For me. What they Maybe need to do. everybody. What Goodell needs to do is take a page out of Silver's book and the NBA and say, listen, during a game, during anything that's related to an event in the NBA, you will stand, you will do this, that, this, that, and the third. It's in your contract. If you want to do anything outside of that, we will help you. We will help you do that. We will give you a platform. That's what the NFL needs to do. They can't just say, hey, you're just an employee. Get back in line. Dude, it's 2020, you know? I mean, like, I'm... I, I'm all for guns, but, like, do police need to be carrying around guns, man? For the simple fact that, yes, when they get shot at, okay, there's not, it's 2020. They don't have a, something you could shoot and, like, paralyze you for a second, and then you, you're you okay, and everything's detained, and everything's fine. Like, there's other ways. It's 2020, man. Like, 
There's not a gun like in the 60s Batman that shoots a fucking uh, tarp around you, you know, like a right. web around you or something. Like, why does it always have to be shooting, 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 violence, violence? You know, and then we see, like, uh, I think a law should be put in there about little little tiny laws. Like, you see that fa- Facebook video where the guy pulls him over for a, a, t- uh, uh, a license plate light. And then he goes, get out of the car. And he starts getting crazy. And it's like. Why? Over a light. Yeah, it's like, what? Like, use your brain as a, you know what I mean? Like, But but this is what Colin's saying. That's what he's saying. That's that's what he's saying. That happens to everyone, though. Right. And why do you, why do you, but he's saying it this because it mostly happens in that culture. And we can keep going on, man, but we're going to get political. I know. And the reason why we're getting political is because of Colin. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? This is where uh, politics and sports spill over. And we're seeing it more and more in, in in every day, man. Every single day. LeBron's political. You know what I'm saying? Steve Kerr's Mr. Political. You know what I'm saying? We see it everywhere. To be honest with you, I'm sick of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think there needs to be a separate platform. That's why you don't see LeBron doing this stuff during the NBA's time. Because Silver says, no, we're not doing it. I'll give you... I'll get, You can go on your podcast... We'll go. You, you'll, you'll go with uh, with AD or who else and do that thing on HBO where they sit there and talk in a circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they where they they air their grievances, what they think was going on. That's fine. That's a platform the NBA is giving you. You can do that. Do it in your your own time as an NBA employee. You can do that. Go out and do that. We'll even put on that. We'll even put over there on uh, right underneath you, LeBron James, NBA legend. We don't care. Just don't do it. In games, before games, or any kind of event, it's associated with the NBA, and that's where the NFL falls short, dude. That yeah. you know, it, 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 this is my opinion, though. No, that's that's a good opinion. I mean, it's a great opinion. And like I said, there's nothing like I come off, and you, you guys might be like, "Oh my god," I'm just saying, like that's how I feel. I just I, and like I know so many veterans that didn't understand, I guess, but. Don't don't. Here's one thing. Don't give me something like he's a motherfucking savant of some kind of like he's so educated and highly above everyone. When there's people that were oh they're so dumb because they don't understand. There's a lot of very smart people that are way more smart than, than him that are like not happy about it. So don't give me that either though. You know what I mean? Like don't give me like the people didn't understand. So look at what's happening. It's like just do it a different way. Just do it a different way. Right. And you know? I think I think that's uh that's the beef that uh. Uh, Eric Reed and um, what's his face? I'm I'm Malcolm th- Jenkins. Yeah, that's I think that's the beef they had because they had that you know kind of like oh any means necessary. One one guy was like just kind of like be political about it, man. You know, it, it, you know have some you know civil discourse. Talk to talk. Let's let's figure this out. We got to live together. You know what I'm saying? Why butt heads? We got to live together. And I think you know, there, there's always going to be that fine line, dude, where people are going to want to butt heads. People are going to want to talk it out. You know, me personally, I'm like, I'll talk it out until, until it's time to butt heads. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? So I can understand both sides, but yeah, I think it, it, this all falls on the NFL and the way they handle stuff. I mean, we, we, we see them drop the ball left and right. Goodell should have been fired. G- gone. Been fired. Gone. Simple as that. Is there any way that Adam Silver can get annexed over and do both jobs? You know, Adam Silver is super liberal, though, and uh, I mean, you know, there's a guy out there that can do both. You don't have to be, and that's just not like, and I'm not saying a liberal can't do the job or something, but let's not give Adam Silver like 
what what we seen was Adam Silver learn from uh, David Stern's mistakes. David Stern was a joke. Okay. Oh. So when now now he learned from he was sitting there. He kind of knew what people. He's kind of like a yeah a pleaser. He's a good commissioner. Don't get me wrong. But they'll have a guy in the NFL one day. That that'll be good. It's just uh, right now, it's not happening. <laughs> you but know the thing I mean? about Adam Silver is that, um, he won't break, but he'll bend a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I, I think. I think him being a little bit more liberal doesn't mean he's not not stern. You know what I'm saying? I think he's a little stern, but I think he's fair. I think he's a just and fair yeah. dude. And well, you that's know, the thing is fair, right? And you know me, I'm not. I'm not too far left, I dude. Know, you know I me, know, dude. Know. But like th- this has nothing to do with. You know, it, it works. It works in the NBA. It works within their structure. So you can't say nothing about it, man. You know, the, to me, the NBA is striving. Let's put it this way. No left, no right. I like how you always say you're in the middle, and I agree. Like, I mean, like, but here's the thing. A fair, if the left was fair, if the right was fair, we wouldn't have sides. It, you know, like, or we could have sides, but it, everything would be fair. We, that's what we want, fair. So we're going to go on break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about True Detective. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, Ooh. and we got we got just a hell of a second half of show coming up. Yeah, and we can I, I, I we saw Glass and talk about Glass Ooh. a little bit if you want if you want to talk about sure that. Sure thing. You know, you maybe elaborate more on uh, uh, fighting, fighting with, with the family. family. We'll see. We'll talk about what we might want to watch coming up. The second half of Talking Shoot. Perfect Neighborhood Auto Clinic located in Farmington Hills on Haggerty, just south of Ten Mile. Family owned and operated since 2007. Mufflers, tires, brakes, transmissions, big or small, we do it all. Call 248-888-9406 or go to www.griffinsautoclinic.com. That's 248-888-9406 for all your auto needs. Also, visit their Facebook page, Griffin's Neighborhood Auto Clinic, for coupons each month. Griffin's Auto Clinic, your place for all your auto repairs. Griffin's Neighborhood Auto Clinic is your one-stop auto repair shop. Bill Griffin and all of his mechanics are ASE certified technicians that will provide you with everything from simple diagnostics to complete engine rebuilds, oil changes, batteries, tires, timing belts, suspension, transmissions, and so much more. We are qualified to service anything on your automobile. We will advise you of the best course of action. Go to our website at www.griffinsautoclinic.com or follow us on Facebook at Griffin Neighborhood Auto Clinic or call us at 248-888-9406. Check out the website for monthly specials and coupons. Also, ask about financing your repair to get you on the road faster. 248-888-9406. Stop by Griffin's today and become part of our automotive repair family. Dorothea Lang once said, Photography takes an instant out of time, altering life by holding it still. The pleasure of being able to go back in time and feel those emotions and revisit those memories is priceless. Life in Print, Photography by Kim, aims to bring style and creative flair to every session and capture life's real moments. Her services cover all of your portrait needs, including seniors, professionals, families, modeling, dance, and so much more. Being the photographer is not just about taking pictures, but connecting with the clients to capture their true essence. Kim would love to be the curator of your family's memories and photograph your life in print. To see samples of her work and pricing, visit her at 
www.lifeinprintphotographybykimb.weebly.com or by phone at 313-850-5218. Follow the link on the Cave Radio website. Shop Amazon through www.caveradiobroadcasting.com. Just scroll down the page and click the Amazon button. You save and support Cave Radio. Everyone wins. Rolly, not a stop. Watch shit, don't never stop. This the flow that got the block hot. Shit got super hot. Ay, give me my respect. Give me my respect. I just took it left like on ambidex. Bitch, I moved through London with the Euro steps. Got a sneaker deal and I ain't break a sweat. Catch me cause I'm gone. Out of them, gone. How I go from 6 to 23 like I'm LeBron. Serving up a pack. Niggas pulling gimmicks cause they scared to rap. Ay. Funny how they shook. Ay. Got the niggas shook. Pulling back the curtain by myself. Take a look. Ay. I'm a bar spitter. I'm a hard hitter. Yeah, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. I'm a weak splitter. I'm a tall figure. I'm an unforgiving wild ass dog nigga. Something wrong with them. Got them all bitter. I'm a bill printer. I'm a grave digger. Yeah, I am what I am. I don't have no time for no misunderstandings again. This a rolling, not a stop. Watch shit, don't never stop. represent hey
So rolling, not a stop. Watch shit, don't ever stop. And we're back on a Sunday. It is the show that everyone's talking about. Coach's Corner, the segment brought to you by Coaches in Belleville. It's Talking Shoot. Sash, we're back. Um, We had some news this week. Some great news. Robert Kraft. Mr. Handy. Mr. Handy J himself. <laughs> now, I got a weird take on this. If you go to one of them Asian massage parlors, you know, that should just be like in the you know like that shouldn't be against the law it should just be like like, yeah it it should be part of like the presidential package (laughs) 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 like what i mean like when it first came out they're like he was harboring uh you know sex trafficking and bang he banged her and and like and then after time went out it's like oh we got a handy j at a massage parlor like like, for 50 bucks can you imagine i think robert Kraft is still drunk from Super Bowl walks in there like, hey, give me the Imperial Specials, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he was just like, hey, Ming, come, you know, ching, 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 ching. And, <laughs> but what cracks me up, this guy is worth like $6 billion or $3 billion, right? Yeah. And he's going to a place that like is charging $50 hand jobs. Yeah, when you can like, go to Vegas and just buy a hooker for like fifty grand. Like thank the, you. The highest priced hooker available. You're a billionaire. What's going on? It, it, I, I think it's something deeper. I think it's honestly something deeper. It's like it's like he went there twice. I think he's a thug, dude. He's just a straight up thug. Bro. You think so? Yeah. Hang hang with Meek and Jay. Yeah, dude. He's. In a, I think Meek was next to him, dude. But he is on probation, so they're like, just don't bring him dude, up. They had like dudes that were there. They're like pushing their eighties. Here's my thing: was they talked about it this week? They said someone bigger is involved than Robert Kraft, and I'm thinking it's Tiger Woods, man, because he's from Jupiter. And I, you know, Tiger, uh, sex addict Woods, you know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't be right. surprised if he comes out and he gets named in the investigation. Like, dude. I don't know how, how would it go? Is it like if they find out this is a sex, you know, bring, you know, operation where they have these like girls that are doing stuff like against their will and you go be like pretty much like a John, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You're just soliciting and get a $50 hand job. Are you now tied with that ring? <clears throat> yeah, Excuse but- me. Are you now like Rico'd in or something? Like, really, though, I mean, if a girl's working at one of those places, you know, I mean, like, you're talking about, you know, it's like, what's the big deal? You know, you probably got some lotion on your hand or you got a glove on or, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the worst thing in the world. But you don't, you don't know, you don't know what's going on. They could, like, those girls there could be, like. Held against their will. Held against their will. Their families are threatened back home, wherever they're from. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? At least the chicks, when you go to Vegas, they're like, yep, here's my card. Call me. And like you like, oh, is this you? Okay. Then you make your little backdoor deals if you want to. You know what I'm saying? That's different. It been, it That's been, capitalism. Dude, it would have been funny if one of the owners came out and goes, well, I want to file a collusion case now because I wasn't invited. I was the only owner not invited to the Andy J party, dude. Collusion. Collusion. Oh, I'm just kidding. But, hey, it's crazy. Hey, I, I mean... You know, we're just making light of the situation, but hopefully it's nothing too serious like that. But yeah, when it first came out, man, it was it was not sounding good. But then when you dug deeper, it's just what I mean. What if the girl didn't know any English and she goes, she started grabbing on him? There's not too many guys in this world that are going to be like, "Oh no, what are you doing?" Like, well, well, you can always push your hand away. How many? I, guys, I, I, how many I, th- guys I think that'd be. I think that. that would be universal. I think no is universal. How many guys would do that? 
Why would Robert Kraft need, need that to happen? How many guys would do that? That's the question. Out of a thousand, how many guys would do that? I don't know. Probably a good, good, good amount, man. How many? A good amount. A few hundred. No. <laughs> like, there'll be like three, dude. <laughs> three, all right? Okay, first of all, I'm not going to go in there and pay $100 for a hand job. No. I'm not going to pay for any kind of sex act. You know, that's just, that's beyond me. I'm not going to do it. Um, but Robert Kraft, feel you on that. it kills me because the guy is a billionaire. You can hop on a jet and be, dude, you, you, can, you can have a high-class call girl from Vegas get flown out to you. You can find a high class call girl here and do whatever you want to do. Go to the bar. You're Robert, Robert Kraft. Kraft. Someone's like, gonna come up. Yeah, rock them rings. Someone's gonna wa- walk up to you. Is he married though? That's no, he's not, no married. he's not married. I heard he has like a girlfriend who got who got impregnated by somebody else. Like she's a young girlfriend. Cardi B would have did some things to him, dude, for like a two hundred bucks, dude. I got you- dollars. I got Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I got Robert in the back. And no, I don't know, but hey, we had to talk about it. It's Robert Kraft. I mean, that's just weird that a billionaire has to pay for, you know. I mean, like, look at uh, Bill Gates cuts his own hair, you know, but Robert Kraft has to pay for a handy job. It just doesn't. I don't know, man. Just, just go left hand and give yourself to save the money, dude. I don't know. Cardi man, but, B. But, <laughs> I got, I got dollars. I got Robert. Oh, <laughs> I got hand jobs in the parlor. <laughs> we got killing it. We got a big, big, big episode tonight of True Detective, man. Oh, season finale. Finale. What do they have to sure up? I'm now? telling you, bro, I, I, I'm still going with my theory that it's connected to the Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey season one. And it, it shows them because she kind of like talks about the Louisiana, you know, child pornography ring or child sex ring kidnapping whatever they're doing down there she talks about that so i thought it was pretty uh pretty wild that i kind of brought that up two weeks ago you brought up something as well with steven dorm uh dorn's uh woman Dorf. steven dorf's woman um so i have to go back and watch that episode i forgot what episode it was because there was a couple snoozers but they pointed out some stuff in them but you're like damn this was nothing but then later on you're like oh that could have been something in there maybe she was one of the girls from the the old, you know, I got to go back and watch that, and I want to see what she was talking about, because that was really, bre- and, like, that was just, like, she was in there for, like, what reason? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because she, like, barely talks, and I'm thinking she might have been one of the girls from the rooms, and Stephen Dorff's a part of this. I think he's in, a part in, of In it. the pink room. Yeah, I think I think she's a part of it, and he's a part of it, and I think that he's going with Hayes. And I think that he's going to try to kill Hayes, or I think he's going to something's going to go on there. Where, uh, but I think that I, I'm wondering if the coolest thing would be if Hayes was playing that he's fucked up. But I don't know if they're going to show that. And so, like the last episode, they show him riding off with Hoyt in the in the uh, car. Yes, that's going to be interesting to see what happened then. You get what I mean? Right. So, well, we know he survives it. Yeah. Right, because obviously he grows old, but. You know the pink room. That's what got me. Is the 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 girl was like, yeah, I'm a princess. The 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 kid was saying, yeah, she always says she's a princess from like the pink room or something like that. And he walked in there. He's like, what's going on? Like that part was crazy. And what they did to to the cop. But yeah, I have a feeling that Stephen Dorff. There's something more with him in it. And I think because he got a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. And and 
and just like just like the ring in Louisiana, she said, and just like what was going on up here, it was family members of like high politicians, people in, in politics. You know what I'm saying? So like Stephen Dorff, like you said, like you got all these guys coming in and I think they're trying to like kind of keep the enemy close. That's why he brought Hayes back, like you said. Yes. Because that whole that that, that scene where they're burying the dude and Stephen Dorff was about to call him the N word and he's like, Go ahead, say it. He's like, I I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I just wanna let you know that I'm thinking it. That whole like scene right there, dude, you dude the the like I was like cringing, dude. Like, dude, this is gonna get heated, bro. It's like, what a good scene. What good act? They're just so good actors together, yeah. man. So, I think, I think you, you're onto something with. I think Stephen Dorff some somehow is involved, or he's getting paid to keep his mouth shut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it might just catch up with him right now. So we have to find out in tonight's episode who the black gentleman was with the one eye, right? The one eyed guy. What do you think that's about? Uh, they didn't really say. So we got the one-eyed Watts, guy, Watts, Watts, Watts. Right. and then we got what happens to his daughter and his wife because they're kind of acting weird about the daughter and wife. Uh, what uh, uh, Hayes's daughter yeah, and wife? Yeah, yeah, because his daughter wants something to do with him, and his wife ends up passing. But she's like leaving him, like he's like reading your books and like getting cues from it. You know what I'm but saying? That's the thing is, is the daughter dead? Because they don't say. Like they just they they tell him that she doesn't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, but they don't but, talk about her like she's dead. They talk about her, they talk about her like they're estranged. You know what I'm saying? But that could be that could be like a little something they're not telling you, and then they find out that you know that that that's a part of it or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, we're gonna find out that, and uh, you know, I, I really want to go back, like you said, watch that Stephen Dorf with that woman, and see what. Yeah. Something's rolling on with that. What 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 episode was that? There's eight episodes, so it's probably like the third four or fourth, or yeah, something four. like that. But like, yeah, like where did she go? It's like they had dinner, and then like Hayes and his wife got in an argument, and she stormed off, and like that's like around like the the time I don't remember seeing her again. So are they going to show when Hoyt takes him? Right? Are they going to show like maybe he brings him to the pink rooms or something, and then a dwarf's there? And then he remembers that, or just something could be with that. I don't know. It's gonna be kind of cool, you know. It's gonna be kind of crazy. I don't. It's gonna be awesome, man. I think if you have HBO, if you have the HBO app, yeah. I think it's out right now. No, no, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, they would. No, no, it would. If it's out right now, I'm gonna watch it right now. You guys can just do the show with us. Uh, no, I'm just joking. You but guys, you guys, yeah. All five to of the us. left of me. To the no, right. let's watch tonight. Watch tonight. Says first thing. Are you on? Uh, do you have Hulu? Anything? No. See, I have Hulu, and then I added the um, the HBO to it. So I actually watched something. We're going to talk about what we watch now. And I watched uh, Breaking In last night with Gabrielle Union, which, by the way, Gabrielle Union's in her 40s. And I'm telling you right now, Gabrielle Union is one of the most beautiful women in the planet, dude. Yeah, she, she's pretty She's lady. gorgeous, dude. And she, I'm going to tell you right now, that movie, like, if you think about it, you're like, okay, we haven't seen Gabrielle Union in a long time, right? Now she just gets her feature film where she's like the only star in it, basically. Um, you know, what's going on with this? It was on HBO last night. I think I, I watched it. I think at one point stars are gonna get their, you know, feature film. Is this the is this the uh, the one with Edris Elba? Is that the one? He like breaks into the house or is another someone else? I remember Edris Elba plays like a like a like an escaped convict, and he does the same thing. Like he like breaks in the house when a lady's there with her kid. I don't know who that is. Edris Elba. Yeah. Stringer Bell. Who? 
Edris Elba. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. It's not him, man. It's yeah, but he, he's in a movie like that. Okay, yeah, no. no. Who's the guy that's in it? You gotta understand, I've never seen The Wire completely. I watched a few episodes, but I didn't Man, watch. Yeah, I dude, know, you, know. you know what, dude? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Isn't he on the funny side in that, though? Can you can you just stop Is talking he on for the a minute? Funny side? Stop talking for a minute, right, Christopher. Right, right, right. You need to go watch all The Wires and binge it. I will. No. I will. You better. I watched them you. at one of our friends' house. He'd always have it on. I've seen a few episodes. I tell you, you you binge watch The Wire, I'll binge watch Ballers. Ballers is like 20 minutes long, man. And and uh, Wires is, Wired is a timeless classic, dude. Whether have you watch Silicon, Ballers is just Ballers. I watch, ballers. I watch them both. There you go. I'll offset it because Silicon. You want to watch those anyway. So what? You, you want to watch Wire. I do. You I do. do. I do. You do. Follow the watch. Uh, watch uh, the wire. They, uh, Come on, bro. Well, how's it end though? It ends open as fuck. Oh, okay. Where they could they could probably if they wanted to they could probably make a movie on it like they, a they movie. Can't, they can't pay him anymore. Who's Alba? Address. Yeah. Yeah. He was making too much. It doesn't matter. Much. It doesn't. It, it would even matter with him. You know he was good in uh, Boardwalk too. Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. I love Boardwalk Empire. He was good. Did though. you did you watch all of it? <sighs> Most of it. You didn't watch the ending. I think I watched that ending. To me, Boardwalk Empire has one of the best endings to any show I've ever watched, in my opinion. I think Martin Scorsese, the way he ended that that show, masterpiece, bro. That was a great show, man. I mean, when that guy with the face mask died, that was upsetting to me. Oh, uh, yeah. that, you know that's Angelica Houston's uh, nephew? Oh, wow. Yeah. can see it. Um, but yeah, no, I watched Breaking In, and, you know, it was actually really good, man. It was... Yeah. It was like, you know, it's like, okay, this is going to be, it's like, it keeps you on your toes and it's nothing crazy. And it's just, and then Gabrielle does her thing and it's like, she's so beautiful that, and she does some cool ass shit in it where it like keeps your attention. So it's actually like kind of a, you know, it's, it's a really good well, movie. She's, she's badass in the bad, the bad boy movie. Yeah. So the last bad boy yeah. movie. So I can't watch those breaking in movies because it gives me, I'll be anxious the whole time watching it. Cause that's like one of my biggest fears yeah. is not being home and someone breaking in. Well, she's home, so it's right, like a little bit different, right? But that's me. And then but she like, has to like, break like, into her own house, right? But we're in the house, right? So but where's weird. her? Where's her husband in the whole time? He comes at the end, and it's the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Thank you. So, like, he's not there. Poor guy's at work. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't know what's going on. There's guys attacking his family, and this guy's just like doing the run in the mill stuff he does at work every day. Like that to me, I'll probably have anxiety watching those kind of the whole time watching those kind of movies. I'm, I put myself in that place where poor guy, dude. You know, wife's over here struggling for her life, trying to protect her and her kid, and this guy is none the wiser. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that kills me, man. It, it, like, it would probably give me anxiety watching the whole time. I probably wouldn't even watch it. Well, the good thing is, I, I'd watch it just because it's not bad. Like, it's not. It won't be. It won't give you anxiety. But uh, no one important dies. Like, no, no, like, person that you're like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, no one. So I like movies like that. I can't stand when, like, you're watching, like, train the How to Train the Dragon and the dragon dies. And you're like, what the, you know, I, I hope that doesn't happen. But I'm just saying, like, you know, when something like that happens, I'm like, are you kidding me? So you went out and you've seen a movie. Recently. Glass. Glass. I like Glass because you've seen Unbreakable, right? Maybe. One, one with Bruce Willis. And Samuel L. Jackson, oh, okay. Bruce Willis yeah, yeah, yeah. is like the dude he can't like. He, he's strong. Mm-hmm. You've seen that movie Split? Yeah, I've seen Split for sure. You know how like Bruce Will- Bruce Willis is at the end of the split? Yeah. So it brought it brought Split brought 
unbreakable into the world mm-hmm. of M. Night Shyamalan's kind of like superhero, like superhuman type type deal. Which I thought was kind of cool. And then Glass kind of like ties them all, all three of them all together. And I'm not going to say what happened at the end, but I like the end, but it kind of fell back on the fact that he's not going to explore it anymore. Okay. So it's like... So the guy dies. Okay. N- no, he's not going to... M. Night Shyamalan's not going to make any more type of movies like this where they connect with these three movies, which I think if he did, he can go any which way with it and make it huge. Because you saw that um that one show on Netflix called An Umbrella Company, Umbrella Academy, something like that. Mm. Well, the dude who wrote that was is the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. So he wrote that and was writing comic books, uh, his own like kind of like idea of what superheroes are. Well, it started taking off. It starts. To, he starts getting a following. People are buying his comics. People are reading the stuff. Well, Netflix is making this show. I just think that you know, being a superhero fan, a comic book fan, is just that there's more comics outside of DC and Marvel. You know, what I'm saying you get those. You know, Dark Horse comic with Spawn. You know, I think. Uh, you 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 have an M Night Shyamalan series, and M Night Shyamalan's a great mind of person. Dude, he can take this on. You know, it, 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 can, it can keep on going. I'm just bummed that he's stopping it. But it, but all in all, if you're fans of M Night Shyamalan, if you're fans of Unbreakable Split, you'll definitely like Glass because it, it it doesn't end open ended. It answers all your questions. Does it? A lot of people get killed. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I don't... oh yeah. Yeah. People get killed. Split kills them. He he mostly fights, yeah. But he mostly fights. Um, uh, what's his face? Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis and people get in the way, like cops get in the way, and he's like killing cops and like breaking their backs and stuff, and like tossing them and stuff. You know, so like that at that point, you know, what I'm saying. But he's like, it's just like people that are in the wake of their fight, pretty much. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, I went to go watch OG last night. It's got a, you know, I forgot his name uh, from uh, Westworld. You know, it was, I I tried to watch it once. I fell asleep. Is it a movie? It's a movie, yeah. And it was, uh, so I tried to watch it once, fell asleep, um, tried to watch it again, and fell asleep again. I think that that guy, I forgot his name, I could look it up real quick, but he, um, he just he's not he's not a guy that can carry his own movie. I think that this is what what showed that he's not a guy that can. He's an interesting guy and he does really good in Westworld, Hunger Games, Bond movies. Um, but he's a good supporting actor. He's not a great uh, you know a guy where I want to watch just him. You know what I mean? So and I, I might give it another chance, but I don't know. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. You so, know, you know my favorite, I like him. You so. know what my favorite movie with him in is? What's that? Have you ever seen the first Shaft with uh, Samuel L. Jackson? He's the drug dealer. No. He's a he's a he's like the Cuban drug dealer. Of peoples. Okay. Peoples. He talks like this. Peoples. Mind. Dude, I like him. He's a great actor, and he's. Uh, but it's just like something. I don't know. Something just. I, I was tired too, so I don't know. So I gotta go check it out again. But I'm excited about True Detective. Shameless is on tonight too. Shameless is kind of going in weird directions. Yeah, I was um, never a big fan of Shameless. My wife likes watching Shameless. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of it. Is it, it doesn't it doesn't grab me. You know, if you get it on the right episode or right season, you want to know the first episode I've ever seen. What me and uh, me and your boy Riggins went down and uh, went to Dopehead's house. Okay, you know Danny Brown's cousin, Dopehead. Yeah, so we're smoking with him and they're watching it. And it was the episode where 
um, the gay son, the redheaded one. Mm-hmm. He's really good in Gotham, by the way. He plays a Joker and uh, another dude in Gotham. Yeah. Um, where he's having that gay relationship with like the the straight kid who's like a security guard or something like that. Okay. And he's like they, they bust out the anal beads and the anal beads are like huge and they're about to like you know get get it on and oh, the, yeah, and the dad busts in the door and he's like what the fuck is going on and he like brings the Russian prostitute over and makes his son bang yeah, the Russian yeah. prostitute okay. in front of him and I was just it's like crazy episode. I'm like this is nuts bro this is like too much for me to like you know. Um, I just cra- and I was and I was high as hell, but I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" I'm like, what, what the fuck's going on? And they were about to change it when he busts out the anal beads. They're about to change it. He goes for the, go for the clicker, and the dad busts in the door. He's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" And then we're like, "Okay, dad's about to bust this shit up." And then he just like fucks him up and brings a Russian hooker in. Well, that's the thing is, that's the thing is, Kevin was on uh, Reba. He's a good ass character, and and uh, uh, for a lot of times, uh, the girl Emma, Emily Rossum, she. Uh, She'll either have a hit or miss storyline going on. Carl's storyline's always pretty good. Um, the girl, the other girl, the red-haired girl, um, her storyline's been crappy lately. Lip's always got a pretty good storyline going on, and uh, he's pretty much the show. And then, obviously, the dad, Frank, has uh, he's just hilarious on, like, all his storylines are pretty tailor-made for him. And so I can see what you're saying, but... Um, if you find an episode that has a good storyline where it's not mostly like I can't really take that they try to push that down your neck. Um, he's not on it this season, and I kind of like that. But they have a lot of different things going on. But um, there's a couple of seasons where it's a pretty solid show, man. Like she uh, she meets this guy. She's always been messing up. He like turns out to be a car robber and. That's like the first few yeah, seasons, first few seasons. yeah. Because I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Because well, my wife watches it. Well, then she goes with this other guy, and he's like her boss, and he's a nice guy, and she's never been with a nice guy. And the brother's a prick, and the brother fucks her, and then he tell he he goes, and then like they're about to get married or something, and then the brother comes in and tells the family like because he's just a prick, and he's like I fucked her, and like the guy like his reactions like you fucking like he's so pissed and it's kind of cool to see like that's actual real shit like she's just a stupid ass hoe and she fucks him and like you know so it's like kind of like a what it's like real life shit you know that's why i like but like there's always storylines i just cannot get behind so i understand it but uh but yeah i'm excited to do it about this true detective man i'm one of the guys who i was begging for the third season uh second season was horrible um first season was amazing but everyone talks about the ending was horrible um, I don't think the ending was too horrible. Like, I horrible. get, I get it. Yeah. I get. I've seen a lot worse endings on shows, yeah. but you know, yeah, I, I, I kind of get where they can say that. Yeah. Well, they show the guy and he's like a dumpy, like f and his mom, and it's like, it's like, ah, you know, and it's like, it's like, and then they go get him after not like, showing him the whole time. But he has like retard strength. Him. Yeah. They but they did him. show him. They did show him like intermittently because yeah, you, yes. yeah, yeah, because when the guy's like, hey, where are we going over here? But they showed him again because. He's he was a dude who was doing the lawn service yes. at the elementary school, so he was in the background. He was there. You just didn't kind of like notice him. You know what I'm saying? Well, the time they showed him, they kept talking about scars. So you're looking for like mega scars where you couldn't really see the scars in the sunlight when he was mowing the grass at the church, right? But see, that's what I'm trying to see. Is like I love Nick Palazzo's work, and I'm trying to see what hidden gem he left behind. And if you narrow it down, I think that lady has something to do with. What's going on? Like, because Steven Dorf ends up being alone, and so what happened? You know, and he goes, I right. thought you were married. 
Remember? So what's all that about? Right. And you he's like, no, I, mean? I never married. He's like, I thought you'd be married with kids by now. You know, like whatever yeah. happened to that one chick. And he kind of like sidestepped the yeah, question. Exactly. So, so like, I'm with you on that one. It's it, Stephen Dwarf, 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 ever since, you know, like him and Hayes kind of like got back together like 10 years after. Mm-hmm. And like those two guys came in, those two suits came in. Something was just funny. Like, like they both like all three of them were like side eyeing Hayes in that first meeting. You know what I'm saying? Even Dwarf. Even those two other guys are like side eyeing him, like, are you gonna like play ball type deal? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and, and Hayes isn't gonna play ball because he's gonna see something. And and what about when they were working and and uh, Dorf just drive pulls the car over and lets Hayes out because Hayes wanted to keep working, so he was on to something, and Dorf didn't want him to go through with it. You know what I'm saying? So that right. looks shady for Dorf again. You know what I mean? Right. So, but he hides behind the fact that oh, we've been working all day. I want to go home. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, nah, I'm still working, bro. I still want to work. You know, yeah. so yeah. So that could show that it's a a consuming Hayes' life, or B Dorf's in on something. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's yeah. Be, so what, did you see this new documentary coming out about uh, the Arabic guy who's gets in trouble for killing the Japanese girl or whatever the Oriental girl, and now. There's tons of things, and there's evidence that goes both ways that shows that he might be the killer, and then there's stuff that doesn't. So it's coming out pretty soon on HBO. It's Is it be like really good to make a murder or three? No, no, it's, I don't know it, how it's sounding it. like it to me. It, it is, but those those things are good, man. The first season of Making a Murder was super good. Second one, I just couldn't. It's kind of repetitive. You know what I mean? So you watch a lot of Netflix, right? Yeah, well, um, sometimes. Now, do you watch any of those Marvel shows on Netflix? No. By what I'm talking about is Punisher. Okay. No, okay. Do you see um, they, they canceled after second season, okay. and your boy Marshall Mathers tweeted out to Netflix, you guys are blowing this big time. I can't believe you guys canceled season, season uh, canceled Punisher after season two. You guys are blowing it. That's what he said, something like that in his tweet. And I'm about two episodes away from watching the season finale and that. And boy... Standalone, that show was really good. It's um, you like watching Walking Dead? You watch Walking Dead? I don't. I tried watching it two years ago. Do you know? Do you know I the, couldn't do it. Do you know the actor that played Shane John Bluthenthal? Have you ever seen a movie Fury with uh, Brad Pitt, the uh, tank movie? Yeah, yeah. You, you know the guy that the the the, uh, the Mexican guy? Not the Mexican oh, guy. No. The other guy that was talking like this, talking like this, he had dirty teeth, and he, he wanted to, he wanted to rape the two German chicks. Uh, maybe, maybe that's him. He's such a good actor, man. He plays the Punisher, man. And oh, okay, bro, yeah. dude, unreal. This show is like nothing but gunshots and like bullet wounds. Honestly, though, but it's just such a good storyline. I and love the original Punisher, man. The, original the one with Punisher. Dolph Lundgren. Was that who it was? Dolph Lundgren was like the first like major Punisher movie. Then I believe it was Thomas Jane. The dude who was in that one Hung show, okay, he played that, and then it was that one. Uh, the new I didn't watch the newest Ray ass one. Ray, like Ray that. something that yeah. one English actor Ray something I can't think of his name Ray Donovan or something Ray no, not no, Ray Donovan no, Ray Donovan's no, no. that good ass show with uh, what's his face uh, Leave Schreiber yeah you ever watched that show I haven't watched it I watched I've seen a lot of previews bro I got to catch up I think this this past season but that's a good show too man so that that's a sleeper people don't people pass up on uh. You Ray know, Donovan, that's you, a good show. You know what I'm waiting on? Curb. Who isn't waiting on Curb? 
I mean, like, it better come, dude. I just, like, I, but I seen him in an interview the other day, dude. He's getting old, bro. Yeah, like, he's well, getting old, well, you see Super man. Dave Super Dave died. Oh, man. You just, did you see that? Yeah. So he's not going to be on, he's not going to be on the show anymore. Um, I, I still, I still hope they, like, somehow, like, pay homage to his character here and they there. Will. You know what I'm they saying? Will. Because, yeah, of, of course, dude, we, everyone's going to get old, man. And, it like, might bring someone else in the fold, too. It might. He might, you know. I mean, you gotta think. What's that other uh, other actor that's there? Uh, Jerry, the old... Jerry Lewis is that his name? The uh, the uh, comedian? Oh no, no. I'm thinking about what his name is. I was just thinking about him. I was about to mention him. No, not Jerry. Uh, God, what the fuck is his Richard name? Lewis? Richard Lewis. There you go. He looks flipping horrible. He looks old as shit. I, I, I'll I'll tell you one thing about um. God, he's Larry David. Is Larry David takes care of himself? Dude, yeah. Larry David, to me, when when Kirby came back last year, was it last year or the year before? Last year. He didn't look he didn't look too much different than the previous last seasons of uh of Curb. Right. He takes care of himself. You know, he's kind of a hippie, he drives a Prius, he drinks, he 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 doesn't eat like bad. You can like how he eats in Curb is really how he like really eats in real life. So I think Richard Lewis needs to take a cue from Larry, well, Larry Lewis David. Has to be like ninety years old. Oh dude. my god, he looks Even horrible, dude. <laughs> but you know who's actually like JB Smooth? Fucking, he's been I love, that show. Dude. I he's love that dude. dude. JB Smooth is great. He's hilarious in that show. Like he's hilarious in that show. Like other shit I've seen him in, I don't like him as much. But in that show, he's just fucking awesome. Dude. I mean, because Larry David is the kind of guy that, especially being on HBO and like you know Seinfeld was, you know. C- not cables like you know regular channels you can swear yeah, yeah curb man i bet you get that they, they sit down when they write their shows and probably there's like he, he get literally where he gives everybody carte blanche to go off and say what they want to say and if it works it works because I, I bet you that's how larry david really is you see that you can uh, donate to uh to some kind of cause and if you donate you can win a chance to be an extra in the next season did you see that really yeah I'll tag you in it when I look at it. Nice. Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. Dude, he gives back, man. And then, you know, they cleared the guy who got killed, or he was uh, on trial for murder while he was in the background at the curb, and they got him off the case. That was pretty kind of cool. But we got a good 15 minutes left in the show. We've been talking about whatever else, man. We're just talking about life today. We're just doing our thing. Um, what do we got going, man? Uh, I, I I do think that there's been a couple little baseball dribblets here and there, but, you know, nothing huge. Uh uh, Machado signs with the Padres for thirty million uh, a year, hundred million dollars. Uh, that's not bad. That's three hundred million dollars over ten years. That's pretty insane. Um, yeah, that's really insane, man. Because because w- would you would you take a that kind of deal to be living in San Diego? Uh, what? Oh shit! 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 Yeah, dude. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Is no one wants to come to Detroit, dude? Like. I think I think I'm, a it, lot of people didn't understand that when I said that. You do, but I'd, I'd say something. People like, what are you talking about? It's like you see the Amakonsu and Ballers pull up in his yacht to the game from when he played on Miami, right? Okay, enough said. <laughs> and, 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 and he's not paying sales, uh, any kind of taxes, income tax, whatever, because well, they're exempt down there. LA. Now he's in LA. I get it, but all that money you saved, man, worth it. Think about it, bro. The destination spot, Machado can uh, ten years. He's twenty six, retires at thirty six. Mm-hmm. A few one hundred thirty million dollars richer. Baseball is guaranteed too. Guaranteed, 
$130 million richer. Then he could probably, you know, still stay with the organization, raise his kids in nice uh, uh, SoCal. It works out for him, man. I'm getting a PS4. I'm getting a PS4. Uh, there's a game called uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. Gone it, Days. Or it's days uh, like gone. a zombie game. Yeah, I kind of want to play that. And then I'm getting the baseball. I've said it for years. I was disappointed in Xbox for not having the baseball. And this year was the year I actually uh, I just sold my Xbox and I said you know what I'm getting the baseball this year I'm, I'm wanna, I want to play it and I want to so you get a PlayStation yeah I'm getting a PlayStation you know the PlayStation they make PlayStation for dudes with small hands and who watch hentai tentacle porn so perfect just for you I'm getting PS5 too when it comes out oh for sure oh god I know uh, dude I've always been an Xbox guy I switch back and forth my girl loves Xbox um, I, I just I, I want I might want the PlayStation View. You got your segment this week or no? Oh, man. Well, no. I, I always bring it, but, it, you know, we'll, we'll get into it when, you know, it, it kind of dies down. Right now we have a lot of we had a lot of stuff to talk about from Colin to, you know, Kraft, the NBA, what's going on with the NBA, All-Star Game, Zion Shoe coming off. We're talking about Michigan State, Michigan basketball. So we had a lot to talk about. So, you know, when we fit these – we fit them in when we need – you know what I'm saying? So we're good. But, you know, I, I, I buy and sell shoes sometimes, and I actually got the Jordan golf shoe. It was like the Jordan Concord. Oh, Kitos um, and Kicks? It's kind of like, <laughs> like the Space Jam, but it's reverse colors, white and black. So I, that's the Concord, one of the most iconic. Well, I actually made a golf shoe. I bought it, and I sold it for double. Um, but, man, when I got the shoe, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, there's no way you can wear this because it's just like it would get really dirty. But when I got it, the quality was amazing. But why, if you've noticed, the thing that made Michael Jordan's shoes, and we've talked about this a few times, was that leather was nice and they were high quality. Well, nowadays, they're made with such low quality. And I think that Zion busting his shoe is one of the best things that could happen for all of us. Adidas has kind of taken the game to a new height a little bit because their shoes are comfortable, okay? I got two pairs of Yeezys, and I it's like walking on air. You walk in a fucking pair of Kyrie. You got to take the shoe off and, like, literally ice your foot, dude. You got, like, a bunion and shit, dude. It's like, it, I can't wear Kyrie's, dude. Like, a lot of my friends have them, dude. It like, hurts my feet like, like crazy. Like, to actually uh, do stuff in? Anything. Like, walk, go to the mall. Like, I can't wear Kyrie's, dude. Like, they hurt my feet. I have to have an air bubble, too. I like air bubbles. But the Adidas I have, they don't have air bubbles, but they don't hurt my feet. It's weird. I think um, Adidas, a few years back, got into moving their factories out of child labored places and, you know and i think they're really focusing on quality and really what people want so i think a lot a lot of you know nike you know i don't know if under i think under armor still does it right too because you know they're like yeah they're, they got good quality they got stuff. good quality stuff but i think nike and jordan honestly needs to follow that they quality have, they format have to they soon. have to they have soon to. you know what i'm saying because uh, uh, most people are wearing Jordans just for, like, obviously show. D- dudes won't even crease the toes. You know what I'm saying? So at, at this point, when you're treating something with kick gloves, do you really need to make it out of the best, you know, material when people are going to be treating it so good? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So well, what's the thing is they rub in your face. They they release a thing called premium, and it's like 30 or $40 extra, and they come out every once in a while, and, and it's an actual what the shoe should be made out of, like fucking soft leather, and it's... So they only come out once in a while, and they're called premium shoes. Right. Like, so it's like, make everything premium. <laughs> like, I got a bunch of, uh, right now I even have a little windbreaker uh, Adidas. I have four or five golf, and I got my dad a golf jacket. I got four or five golf sweaters. I got golf pants. Everything Adidas feels so comfortable. 
I wore my Nike. I had a golf pants and a belt. And yeah, I was, I blew it out, dude. Crotch blew out, zipper blew out, uh, button flew off, belt broke. How does a belt break? You know what I mean? It's right. just chintzy ass shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they've made so much money. You think they can like put put it back in the product a little bit instead of trying to fuck everyone? You know what I mean? Try to get more and more money, but that's just how they are. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Uh, Do you think that's gonna cost them in signing Zion? It it might unless they like really, you know. Double down and say, hey, listen, this is just a fluke. Something happened. We're going to make sure that every shoe that comes your way, this will never happen. We're going to fit you perfectly for every shoe. And da, 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 da. you know what they're going to try to blow his ACL on that. What would that have done? Dude, didn't Nike lose like almost a billion dollars from that? They lost a lot of money. I'd buy Nike stock right now if I was anyone out there because, yes, it's going down, but it could, it's going to go back up. Oh, easily. You know? Easily. But Nike's doing a lot of like really. Just a bunch of shit that maybe they shouldn't be doing. You know, I mean, they're getting their nose in here, doing this, that, this, that. You know what I mean? It's it's getting So getting you're political. speaking of karma? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, they just need to, instead of being so political and everything, make your product better. How about that? You know what I mean? That is true. You know what I'm saying? Because people were all up in arms with what they did. But, dude, they have, like, like all their shoes are made by, in countries where, you know, it's not so good labor. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... Yeah, karma, karma could play a huge role in that, dude. So we're talking about coming up pretty soon. We're, we might have actor uh, Jonathan Beasley. Is that his name? Yes. Jonathan Beasley coming up. Uh, his uh, We might have coach uh, John Beasley is his name. We might have coach Chris Simdorn, um, a Roseville head coach. We might have Kings head coach coming up. Uh, we might have Malik Beasley. We might have HaHa Davis coming on. We got some guests coming on, and Captain Clutch said he's going to come in. But if you know anything about Captain Clutch, we know he's not coming in. But anyway, <laughs> so we got. Well, he some... can be our field reporter. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so he's going to be our field reporter. And uh, hey, we got a lot of show coming up. Baby Mac, she's doing her thing. We're going to have her on pretty soon. Nice little season four of Talking Shoots going to be hot, man. So let's get ready and do it. Do it big, man. Yeah, yes, sir, man. I think we got everything we needed to get today. Let's talk and shoot. We'll see you guys again next Sunday. I'm King Kong, this my theme song. With Sky on the hook, we touch Kareem's soul. Your team's on, homie, dream on. In the movie about pussies, you play the lead role. Sensitive rapper, oh, sensitive rappers. We meant to get active, we interact with killers and factors. We chillin' with trappers, we in the back with infamous jackers. And infinite clappers, Rips to the back, we get the shit cracking exactly like that. The streets give me a hundred dollar credit, keep it 100. Nothing sweet like a fucking diabetic. And hip-hop ain't dead, but radio programmer should be. Fuck it, I just said it, nothing I regret it. Unapologetic.